say, and welcome to the latest 8-4 Play Podcast. Yes. I am your host. <laughs> yeah. And thank yeah. you for confirming yes. that as well. Uh, I am your host, Mark Gaming Jesus McDonald. Um, we have yes. a special post Mighty Number no. 9 Kickstarter campaign. Is that what all the yesing is about? We are ready. Okay. We for are so ready for this. For we <laughs> slept last night for the first time I in know. a month. <laughs> oh, it felt so good. So, yes. Yeah, so, um, for those of you who haven't maybe listened to the last uh, couple episodes, we were running the um, Mighty Number no. 9 Kickstarter campaign for uh, for Concept and Inti Creates, um, along Ooh. with a bunch of friends at Two Player Productions and DDM and Humble Bundle and Fan Gamer and um, uh, Udon Entertainment, who's doing the art book. So. Udon. If you don't know about that, actually, I think as of this podcast, at least anyway, they've kept up the digital <coughs> rewards. JJ's still recovering yeah. from a... I'm going to uh, go back to the doctor on Saturday. From a cold... The TGS um, pox. Yeah. Oh, well, why don't here? I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself. Let's uh, introduce all of you guys first. Uh, to my right, then, that is um, JJ Scary Epperson. Scary. Scary. That's my son's favorite word right now. Whenever he sees uh, Kraid in Nintendo Land, he... He like clamps his hands together really tight, and you can like see him like shaking because it's so tight. He's like scary, scary. <laughs> I didn't even know Craig was in Nintendo Land until most we had people this conversation. Because it's funny, because like I, I think I played Nintendo Land more than any human on the planet. Yes, uh, that's like outside of the treehouse, and uh, I've seen almost everything there is to see in that game. And, it, and are you enjoying it as a family fun game? Yeah, is that what's I mean, happening? It's, it's it's fun to like it's fun to like assist him basically, and. Uh, some like the Zelda game and the Pikmin game and the Metroid game have like twenty or something like odd levels, right? Right. Um, and, and of increasing difficulty, none of which are like really that hard, but they're you know they're pretty cool. Sometimes they're like, hard if you're two. Yeah. Uh, the longer you go, like the they they throw in more throwbacks and stuff like that. It's pretty cool. Like you fight against Metroids and stuff. If there was a Nintendo Land two no. sequel, would you buy it? I mean, he'd probably day day. want it. Yeah, Nintendo Land Resort. Yeah. Yeah, next thing is... If you uh, didn't have a kid, would you enjoy Nintendo Land? Probably not. Okay. just cu- I'm just curious. Well, we play, you know, I did play it five-player at a party once, and it was pretty fun. It seems like it would be. It seems like that's that was what it was made yeah. for, really, right? Yeah. Um, but, okay. Um, so, yes. Uh, he's learned the word scary now. Yes. Um, does he use it for anything else? Uh, is that pretty much any, just any, limited any, to Any lava stage. Oh, Really? In yeah. any game? Wait, Lava game. is scary? Lava is scary. <laughs> Wait, so he watches you play Dark Souls. Yeah. But but Kraid is the thing that's scary. Well, he he doesn't actually get scared. He just says scary because that's like a word <laughs> they use in Curious George sometimes. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, he knows the concept of it, but it's not like he's... Interesting. Like, if the lights turn off, he's like, scary. Right, right. <laughs> he's, just, he's just fucking with you yeah. guys. <laughs> I'm so used to not being able to curse, I actually like right. stop myself there yeah. from, the, from the Mighty Cast. You can say fuck. We were doing the Mighty Podcast. Yeah. That's right. No more fiddlesticks. Just right. fuck, 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 fucking <laughs> all over the place. Yay. Up and down this podcast. Uh, with us, um, not fucking around here um, in a rare appearance. Uh, he's going to talk this week, he, he claims. Uh, Dan Dan the Muffin Man, or uh, as we call him, China, China, China. Uh, Schroeder. <laughs> I don't have any idea what you're talking about. China with the wide and. Oh, oh yes. Duh. Oh. You're not supposed to. 
talk about this. Why not? Did you get in trouble it's, for it's, that? It's freely available information yeah, on the internet, Yeah, why are we not right? supposed to talk about it? Yeah, you told I everybody. I don't yeah. know if it's freely available. Now you have really piqued the interest <laughs> of, of... is Oh, is that from like an internal yeah. secret, top secret <laughs> Alright, well, never mind. No, 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 no further information yes, on that one. We no, don't, but you don't need to go What I sent further. you is, is from the internal stuff. The fact that she works there is not secret. I don't who, know. Oh, okay. Who are we talking about? China. <laughs> China who? The wrestler. You know, China from the WCW. I know, WWF. but the audience doesn't. No, so it's WCW, right? She was oh, no, originally no. in WWF. Degeneration she was all over so the place. Right. Okay. She also did adult video, apparently. I looked her well, up on Wikipedia. Yeah. I don't think she was in an adult video. No, she, she was. was. <laughs> she was in a was. sex tape. Wikipedia says she was. After that, she joined something oh, and did some stuff. Who and then. Would? John is saying Wikipedia, but uh, like that research probably went further <laughs> than. Dude, uh, no. no. Have you seen her? I, I she looks like a dude. I saw pictures of that video. That is like one of the videos that you you know even if you're curious, like I, you just don't want to watch it. It's disgusting. So what are we talking about? Well, Dan, I'll just why say are we that talking about ex- her her lesson records. Like she seems like a really nice person. Yeah. Like the notes yeah. that she leaves the clients, they're all really polite. What and, are you talking about? People still don't know what the hell you're talking about. They just know you're talking about China. China the rest. China the rest. Yes. She is a teacher at an English school here in Japan. There you go. That's There's so the weird information. That is so weird. Well, she always seemed incredibly nice. Even she from, ever drop yeah. kick you in the hallway? No, she works at a different oh, location. Okay. Bummer. So you were. So, I'm sorry. So I interrupted you though, though. From what you were saying about the the notes that she leaves are very nice. Yeah, she seems like a nice, intelligent person. We don't have any idea why she's in Japan. She doesn't I, speak Japanese, apparently. Um, so she doesn't speak Chinese either. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But 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 anyway, well, like I mean, why why are most people in Japan? I mean, they like it. Yeah, I mean, most she, most people are deep down. I'm just like really deep. Most people are not like in the twilight of their career as a professional fucking wrestler, though. But like, the thing is, I think with in this case, it's like you know. Wrestling is big in Japan. It is, but this would, it, it would. But make she's sense not into wrestling right now. Wrestler, oh, she's she's not. not in it. I don't. She's think. not in it. No. Well, do we know there's not some underground fight club where people pay to fight China? People pay like China. Japanese businessmen. China. Button down Japanese businessmen yeah. pay to fight China. No, I mean, China. let's be honest. Like you said, she's in the twilight of her of her career, yeah. and so she needs work. Yes. And exactly. If you've ever met, met a te- uh, an English teacher here in Japan, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, you don't have to have that many skills. It's not a job that yeah. Nothing you know, you're you saying have to be really intelligent me. to be. Well, I think she actually she did wrestle in Japan scenario. before, so it's possible. Right. Maybe she met some people. Maybe she met some right. people I mean, that along the way. Maybe, maybe she, she liked met to hear. Some, on the some weekend, very uh, rich salaryman who said, uh, "I would like to pay you ten thousand dollars for you to body slam me." <laughs> Oh, for wow. example, like that kind of thing. Maybe she, yeah, that could. I think that could I, probably... Dan, you seem awfully like evasive and defensive here. I think I might have stumbled onto something. <laughs> That's, that that act, that scenario makes sense. It does. It maybe it kind met, of does. Yes. Maybe she met oh, the guitarist dude, the guy from uh, who's the that Mr. Big? No, not Mr. Big. Is oh. it Mr. Big? The 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 guy no, no, from no, no, uh, the I, metal. Uh, 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 Friedman. Friedman. Mitch. Mitch. No. White Snake. No, he was he was actually in uh, Marty. Marty, Marty, Friedman. Uh, Marty Friedman. He was uh, guitarist in, for uh, Mega Death for yes, a little while, and uh, he did Mr. a solo Big. solo thing. I think he was in Mr. Big for a little while. He was maybe oh, was a, he? Uh, maybe not actually. And uh, also, he did a couple of albums with Jason Becker, who is an amazing guitarist. Uh, as he well. lives in Japan. Yeah. 
Those are two people who live in Japan. <laughs> yeah. China. And yeah. why are they, they like in Japan? <laughs> Marty like Friedman, it. I think because he, he's probably I think he's married. They're probably to, both he, in anime. He came over here on tour a lot in the yeah. '80s and then liked it and ended up living here. Yeah, so that that makes sense. I, I mean, it may be the same thing for China. China. Just in the '90s, it's easy money. All right, well, Dan, we're going to let you off the hook. Oh, we're going to let you <laughs> off the hook and uh, get to introducing last guest. That is uh, John Peanut Butter Jelly Time. Ricardi. What? See, he doesn't know what that I is. Know. What? <laughs> what? What are you talking peanut butter about? Jelly. Peanut butter jelly. Peanut, peanut butter, butter jelly. jelly time. Peanut butter. Peanut 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 butter jelly. Time. I'm doing the dance. I don't know. <laughs> Somehow, this came to light over yeah. the past few weeks. John does not know what peanut butter jelly time. He is. does not. Really? No. Nope. How could you miss My that meme? It's like you were never in the Peace Corps. You were never on like a mission to Africa for right. five years where they didn't have the internet, or you were never like in the Amazon rainforest. I thought you were just listing uh, his life's like inaccomplishments. Like you've never done the Peace Corps. Come on, everybody's done. That. One more thing: you don't know what peanut butter jelly time is. You haven't been in the Peace Corps. You've never been. To- you consider yourself a human being. I'm such a failure. Yeah. No, um, I actually I vaguely recall you now mentioning this in the office at some point and like asking me why I didn't know what you were talking about. I guess yeah. Yeah, there was I somebody don't. else recently. That- also, who did not know that? Uh, I think that it was, was Chris. No, Canadian. that was Nozomi. Oh, Nozomi. Yeah. Okay. So I don't keep up with the Maymays. Internet, teach John. Yes, that uh, that Maymay. Uh, what that is. Um, <laughs> was that born on this podcast? Yes. Is that like the Ben Judd? Maymay. Yes. But I've ha- since then I've heard like two or three other people like no, do it. Say you it. haven't. Yeah, yeah. As a joke. Some people say Mimi. Some people say Maymay. Some people say Mimi. Mimi. That is smart. People say meme. <laughs> Okay, well, in that uh, in that vein, on that note, um, what are we talking about this week? So, like we Not said, much. we've been <laughs> doing yeah the Kickstarter campaign. So, um, personally, I haven't even played. I played like an hour and a half of Monster Hunter Four. Yeah, which is the last game I bought, which was what two weeks ago now. I mean, it's been <laughs> literally twenty four seven. Yeah, more than that. It was before TGS. JJ's been dying yeah. of this whatever throat disease he TGS has. Punk. The rest of us have been not playing a whole lot of games because it has been, like I was saying, literally 24-7. My number nine. However, that campaign, uh, thanks to a lot of you guys, uh, we got a lot of 8-4 bumps, too, which we super appreciate. Yes. That was awesome yeah. to see. Um, but thanks to a lot of you guys, that campaign really kicked ass. So they broke $4 million. We broke $4 million right at the end. Um, got all of the stretch goals that we announced, which was really cool. So those last couple of days were insane. It completely yeah. insane. Yeah, I mean the whole month was the whole month is just a, a huge blur, but like a huge awesome blur. Yeah. Um, so thank you guys uh, for that. Um, those of you who participated, those of you who don't have no idea what we're talking about Dorito it. Um, but that is a, a long winded excuse for why this episode <laughs> <laughs> we haven't played a whole lot of games. Well, however, however, I'm not going to let my ignorance of Monster Hunter 4 hold back the yes. talk. We were going to try to have a special guest on who is kind of the Monster Hunter Monster. I don't know. We've yes, Monster we've had Hunter him on Monster. We've turned yeah. him into a monster. Yes. Hopefully we'll have him yes. on again um to talk more about like the high level stuff, the like three hundred hour plus right. game. But um however many hours have passed since the game is out, he's played yeah, about that, minus that many hours. Like twenty right. hours of of sleeping and eating and crapping. <laughs> right. Um <laughs> the essentials. Um but wonder what the rate the ratio is on why don't you guys talk a little bit about including Dan over here um, Dan's a first-time hunter who, and not be, not being uh, pile-driven by China um, <laughs> for 
I don't know. <laughs> for, for, for not tips. filling out his reports. For tips. Yes, that's right. <laughs> um, has also got the bug. I got the bug. Yeah, you know, everyone says that it takes like 10 hours to get into it or yes. something. Um, I, I really got into it like maybe almost 20 hours into it. Okay. But oh, wow. 20 hours really? like was it day least, two. At least so. 10 hours, we should say. So yeah, wait, so, so, so let's set the table. So Monster Hunter 4... 3DS, your first Monster Hunter ever? Yeah, I bought the 3DS from John just to play this game. Okay, and so you wanted to play it, why? Because you'd heard about it from us, or just kind of the mania that's happened here in Japan, or... Yeah, uh, my wife played the third one on the PSP, and, you know, so I've been exposed to it, and then you guys are always talking about it, and then the new one coming out, yeah. Yeah, was she crazy addicted to it, or was it kind of more of a casual... Uh, I would say kind of casual. She would play with her brother, who was really good, Okay, she would get a bunch of stuff just kind of by being there. So you kind of, you'd seen it before, but didn't know what to expect in terms of gameplay. Right. So give us the, the virgin... The Monster Hunter version take on starting with Monster Hunter 4, what that was like. Uh, well, what really actually got me uh, excited to buy it was the Nintendo Direct about Monster Hunter. And honestly, with the Link costume that you oh, can yeah. get, really? that was what really? I, I was like, I gotta play this. <laughs> that shit works. Why wow. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. All right. So you, you're you, that guy who bought every version of Soul Calibur 2. Yeah. No. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh man, you can play as Darth Vader. Um, oh, so, I, th- I thought he was talking about like the spawn. You could play as Link. Oh right, yeah, no, you're right. That was um, spawn Link and <laughs> Crash Bandicoot. No, it was yeah, Crash Bandicoot. All right, so so you were so excited to wear the new costume in a game you'd never played before. Right, <laughs> couldn't wait to spend two hundred dollars about yeah on the system and game. That's right. Did that. What was it like? Uh, well, getting into it because it's all in Japanese. Um, like, I know some Japanese, but not reading, especially kanji with yes. the resolution of the 3DS screen. Yes. And, and that so game was, does not go light on the kanji. No, like, right, it is exactly. Heavy on the yes. kanji. Uh, so I got some help from my wife, you know, figuring out just the basics. And uh, I started out with the sword and shield. Yep. And, Good one to start with. You know, that's what it started me with. Yes. And then uh, I tried some of the training missions, and I really liked the, the, new, the new weapon, the uh, charge axe. Okay. And so just getting into it, uh, it was pretty cool. Um, controls, learning the controls, figuring that stuff out. Were there a lot of things that you're like, I, is this really like this? I kind of can't believe this is yeah. like this. Or did you just intuitively get stuff? Well, everybody talks about the claw. That, yes. You the know, Monster you have Hunter to hold claw, it. So, yeah. Yeah. How you hold the system. That was on the PSP, PSP though, right. to, be, to be fair. You don't need to claw on 3DS. No. Right. I'm always just tapping the L button. And it just centers the camera either on me or if I'm focused on the monster, it right. focuses it on that. Right. The, the camera- target camera did a lot to, to, to get rid of the need for the claw. But at the same time, so did just having the, the, the D-pad on the bottom screen. Because if you really do need to like do right. something without hitting the L button, you just touch the bottom screen to, to move the it's camera. It's actually right. quite nice. I don't ever have any problems with the camera anymore. Yeah, I've never used... I, I, got, I bought the Frankenstick that time you know, when it came yeah. out. And I used it for like two days and I never used it again. Because it's like there's really no need for it. You don't need it. Yeah. Do you have... Did you buy a Frankenstick, nope. JJ? No. And you don't use it? I don't you know, I, I, I only played it for like an hour and a half. But I will say I did kind of... I was kind of missing not having the Frankenstick. Like I don't really like... The target camera. You guys like swear by it, but yeah. you probably just got to play more. I you think gotta you, get used you, to it. I cannot imagine life without it now. I mean, I actually I like the claw on the PSP. I used to use it all the time because I was good at right. it. Like I don't mind it. It didn't hurt me. Like uh-huh. it felt fine. But 
with the 3ds you can't do that like it just is super uncomfortable to try and claw. no right and, and, i don't and, like the claw but i like to be able to like for example run away well yeah i guess you should be able to do that with the target with the t- you can, target. Actually, yeah. it's quite nice but, like because yeah. you can run away and then as you're running away just hit L and you can always keep your eye on the monster mm-hmm. it's also really good in hairy you know sticky situations where like it like you know for some reason like jump behind you and you don't you know you can't swing the camera fast ar- uh, around fast enough you just hit the button and yeah in a sense in a really small sense if you want to be super duper like anal about it it it's kind of helps you because like in the cases JJ was just talking about let's say like the monster like jumps behind you you might not know where he is right, but if you just right. tap L yeah. you're going to know where it's he is so in that, in, in that sense it's a little bit cheating yeah, yeah but but I still think it's it's way more convenient too now, I think so, you guys mentioned exactly. it last time that uh, when you focus on the monster it tends to focus on its body and right. you can't really tell it to focus on its head or anything like that. Mm. And with the especially big monsters, um, I find myself like always kind of lost uh, if I'm like under the monster. Uh, the camera doesn't know what to do, and I'm trying to find its face. Sure, right. sure. You gotta know. fine tune those situations, right. especially with the giant one. The is it the Doran? Uh, a, Gen Doran. The, Wait, the one at the beginning. The one at the beginning. Yeah, it's, it's the, the Dare Moron. Oh, Dare Moron. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's the mountain uh, enemy, basically. Yes. That you can the actually new version jump of on him. and yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah, and it's so huge that it just focuses on the body. Sure. That's like, not one where I think you would really want to use a target camera, but he's like a super special case. Yeah. yeah. He's usually either on your left or your right or in front yeah. of you. So okay. So uh, other like first impressions. Uh, I got really pissed off at the game a few times um, because. Like the controls, um, I was talking about it with John the other day that you get into an attack pattern and then, especially with the charge axe, you get stuck in like a animation. Right. And then the this guy just attacks nice. you and then you get stuck in a corner and they just keep attacking you and it feels like really cheap sometimes. Uh, this is something that, well, at least the attack animation lock is something that a lot of new players complain about and rightly so. I mean, it's unlike a lot of other games. Um, but that's what we talk about. I think that's part of the learning process and why we say it takes 10 or 20 hours because you learn every animation of your weapon right. to the point where it becomes this like risk-reward <clears throat> ballet with the monster where you see the monster doing these animations and you've learned that those are going to learn it. Those are going to lead into these attacks. And so you position yourself right. and time your attacks such that you know that you're in a spot where you're safe and then you're rolling away at this last second right before the monster's going to attack you. It's basically Street Fighter, if you think about it. It's kind of like a fighting game against the CPU. Those kind of situations, too, uh, lessen as you get used to the game. Right. And and they've actually, in the single player, and well, even a multiplayer, it's it's not as common nowadays because you've got your two cats with you to kind of divert attention when that happens. So um, Sometimes it still does happen, though, where like a a monster will just drill on you and there's nothing you can do. Yeah, so I'm I'm curious about that because I've never had that problem with the series. I mean, I always just roll away or it's, it's very rare like it, it happens a little more in this one i think just because the environments are so like staggered there's like lots of like, little cliffs and things and like corners you can actually get stuck in but well, let's open it up a little more now then um to you guys who have played the, the the series a bit more like um because i think we're starting to get into that territory now so what what now that you guys have had a little time especially you jj oh yeah uh how far are you in right now would you I'm say time wise pretty much at the i'm at 33 hours but okay. i'm like at the end of the single player and I'm HR2 online. So you've mostly been playing single player. Right. Um, And you've gotten through all of the villages. Yes. Which, how many of them are there? There's uh, It's kind of a cool new thing about Monster Hunter 4 is that there's more than one town, right? There's five point, five and a half. 
because one of them kind of changes at some point. Spoiler. Yeah. Is there no farm? I'm actually this time? upset that you just spoiled that. There's one. no there's no proper farm. That no. was really weird to me that they would just get rid of There's the just farm. an old man that you can have Gross farm stuff, stuff for you. you. They yeah. really streamlined that. It's too bad because they the farm in Portable Third, which never came out in English, right. was great. Like they finally nailed the farm. Like they made it like where it's got a lot of stuff to do, but it's not too complicated. I never liked the farm, but that's the because thing, like, it sucked. Yeah, the, but the Portable Third has a really good like streamline. It's streamlined, but it's still there, and like you're still doing cool stuff. It's like this, it was a good. It's farm. just like there was too much stuff to do to get like a few extra items. Like they've that's done a, what, a, a few yeah. really nice things, like the the meat. You can now do uh, 10 meat at one time. That's important. You, you don't as well. Eat, well, but the thing is, now you don't even need the raw meat. You just go in there and order it, and then it plays a little animation, and then you press the button when it's you know cooked well enough, mm. and you can just get meat for days, um, mm. which is great. And then the farming stuff, you don't have to go to a separate screen. There's no yeah, that's loading. What I didn't like, I didn't like. Okay, I gotta go to the separate screen. I gotta like log this stuff. It just felt like such a bunch of busy work. Yeah. Which I mean. You could argue a lot of aspects of the game are this, but right. but at least when I'm out in the field, there's monsters moving around, even if I'm grabbing berries or mushrooms or they've, whatever. They've streamlined the farm that a bit. was just like, uh, it's so boring. But and like what well yeah, but again though, like at Portable Third, what they did with the farm is they added stuff like for example, you you had um places where you could mine on the farm. Mining is fun, because right. like, you're always looking for stuff to get your weapon materials and those would like upgrade as you went on in the game, so you would be able to like you climb a ladder would open up and you can climb up to the second level and right. farm like better but mining so that's stuff. Like, but even more Oh, up there. Yeah, exactly. Do. Yeah, like, but do they not have anything like that now anymore either? You can't like mine think so, in the village. But I mean, like, I think the dependency on minerals and stuff is a little bit less. I haven't had to like go out and do like mm. hardcore gathering yet. Well, let's talk about um, monsters and the three D ness of the world. Okay. The the actual like traversing like the environment the is much less flat. Yeah, this time. Um, what about on those points? So, uh, monster-wise, I was worried coming in that that was just going to be a bunch of rehashes. Mm -hmm. But actually, the story mode focuses mostly on the new monsters. Cool. And then the monsters that are rehashed are quite a bit different than they used to be. Different attack animations? Well, it's just just like... different... For instance, um, you know, uh, uh, like Furufuru Kezu. Um, he is a monster that was a pain in the ass in the old series. You know. He still he's, is. Sucks. He's yes. your best friend. He's much more of a pain in the ass now that he can. He's like running on walls and doing all sorts of things, and like you have to fight him on the wall, or like he'll like drip down poison <laughs> or electricity. I'm sorry, and all sorts of things. Like he's like a very like, you know, if you remember Giginox from the uh, Gigi Nebula um, from Third, Giginox. he's like kind of like a powered up version of that that does electricity and no poison mm-hmm. um, but as far as the new monsters are concerned um, I love all of them uh, my favorite being um, this uh, kind of beetle um, that uh, it's actually two bosses of one um, hmm. it's cool because the game the first actual big monster you fight in the game I can't remember the name of the bu- uh, the monster but it is like this flying beetle okay. and it's actually pretty easy it kind of uh, introduces you into using like verticality in your favor, so because it first appears in this one part of the first stage that is just like straight up, just like cliff, 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 right? Mm-hmm. And you can like jump off these cliffs, you know, one after another. Can you jump on him? You can jump on him. Oh wow! You, there's nothing you can't jump on. Um, but that's um, awesome. Yeah, and you fight him first, and you're like, wow, that was really easy. But later on, way, way later on in the game, you fight this big beetle dude. And, um, like, right when you meet him, 
he like takes there's another one of those flying beetle dudes and he like grabs him with his t- uh, tail it's, he's got like a scorpion tail almost mm-hmm. and uh, he like grabs him and like squeezes him and like injects this poison and then like l- loads him on top of his head oh, and awesome. there's like two monsters in one and like you can separate the, <laughs> you can separate them and they'll fight you at the same time and you can oh, wow. kill you can kill the smaller one and then another one will face it and stuff like that that's oh, wow. awesome yeah that it's cool. it's really cool and then like some of the other monsters that are just like I you know like Ketchawacha is the new like base monster. He's like the almost like the DOS. Uh, the new Great Jaggy. Well, not not Great Jaggy, more like a, a, a Kurupeko almost because he's like sure. like a step above a normal monster. And you know he like introduces you to how to use like the bottom and the top and like how there's like you know a top level and a bottom level sometimes. He and climbs like, on stuff. Up. He pops his head up right. through the ground. Like he does a lot of stuff that involves you being on both. Right. Both and levels. you can use like what your jump attacks both to... levels, top and bottom. So sorry, yeah. Let me explain that. Like um, some places in the in the levels have like sometimes they're like webs or just like uh. like vine webs of vines where like you can stand on a top level okay. or you can climb down to like the ground level. Oh, uh, okay. And like some monsters will go up and down and and, and I see, I see. So the same same map screen there's right, no loading, the same little but area two levels to yeah. an area right interesting uh, okay. yeah and it's cool and you can like knock them through the web and like mm-hmm. chase them down and like attack them it's it's now that I, you mentioned he is like kudu peko too because yeah. he seems like he has like infinite hit points like kudu peko did like he takes right. forever to put him away yeah <laughs> when and, he rages he's awesome he like he like puts his uh he puts like these like i don't know what they are so i think there is years yeah, yeah like, over his eyes and then, like, he looks really creepy. Oh, this is creepy. that guy. I've yeah. seen that guy in, the, in some of the trailers. Okay, cool. So Super cool. So new enemies, pretty good. Yeah, um, there's, the, like, this ice shark um, that may be the, the most adorable and slightly moronic monster in all of Monster I Hunter. haven't seen the land shark yet. He's slightly uh, moronic. Because, like, you know, he's like, the, he's, like, a total badass until he, like, puffs up his neck and turns into, like, this... Uh, this floaty. big blob, yeah. <laughs> it turns like this big blob that can't really move a lot, <laughs> and you can just like you know attack him till like what, the what, cows come what home. natural def- what what explanation in the natural world would there be for this turn into a blob because function like he, of his he, evolution he, it's like his float floating device i don't know but like he like, can like he, is he, he attacking can, like, you he can like bounce, he rolls over like, you yeah like he rolls over and jumps yeah oh, he'll, okay. he'll like roll over him and he'll, and he'll like, also eat you and then when he deflates, he'll he'll you know spit out all this like frosty gas. Cool. Um, yeah, but it's just fun, it's just fun to fight <laughs> him because right. it's like he's like this badass looking like he's got like this armor of ice and stuff like that. And then all of a sudden he's like, oh, and like this big, <laughs> like this big. I feel floating. like he spends too much time just kind of sitting there staring at you. Yeah, like he he like signs you up like <laughs> he rears up like he's gonna oh, jump really? on you and then yeah. sits there for a long time. Yeah, but it's dangerous because like if you you know I had to fight him a lot because I have his armor. But like he, you know, there's a, a few different attack patterns from like he'll take a stance and he'll either like shoot out this almost unblockable uh, ray of ice or he'll like just charge at you. Okay, and then he'll charge at you again. Uh, he'll just charge twice basically, and like it's hard to kind of tell which one it is. I mean, I finally figured it out, but like. He's pretty dangerous when he's not like a big puffy. Okay. Oh, cool. Well, um, it sounds like yeah, it sounds like there's some cool, some definite cool new enemies. Um, have you guys? Has anybody? You guys have played a little bit online. What's that yes. experience like? Just sum it up. We we should move on um, uh, uh, out of the Monster Hunter talk. But a sixteen letters for chat. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of insane. Well, Impossible. It's Japan, so yeah. And you can't actually, you can't actually chat too. with people. I mean, you can use your preset uh, expressions online, but mm-hmm. you can't actually 
chat, which is really annoying. Oh, really? Yeah. You can only use preset expressions. Right. Okay. Is Pokemon going to have voice chat? Because, like, I don't understand uh-huh. why this game doesn't have voice chat. <laughs> I mean... It needs it. But... Yeah. I mean, otherwise, like, the online play is great. I have had no lag. I played with Tony and his brother uh, um, back in Seattle. Friend of the show. Yeah. The Wazler And uh, no lag, no problem. Hmm. It was great. Like, okay. And I, I was able to find them easy. It was. The, you yeah, were... there were, there, you know, back in uh, when we were playing Portable 3rd on the PS3 and we use like the ad hoc party and stuff like that. We also always had these like weird connection issues. Like yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't, that was other. kind of a hack. Though. Yeah. yeah. But well, like, there's no problems. This one time. thing that's cool about this is yeah, as soon as you turn on the game for the first time, even everyone on your 3ds friends list is like in your, you can, if they have the game, you can find them in the in, in monster Hunter four very easily. They're like right. are already on the screen. So. Yeah. That's That's how it always should have been. Right. Yeah, I right. never knew totally. that's why you have to switch uh, yourself to online. online mode first before you can actually see it. But, um, yeah, I like that. If you create a room, um, and people join it, if you leave, those people are still hanging out. Right. And there, it oh, doesn't God. break yeah, that like, off at all. It doesn't, it Did doesn't you know like, it wasn't like the... that in previous monster. Yeah, no, I had no idea. Like oh yeah, yeah. It was not yeah. like that. It, it was just boom. Exactly. Is it game still ended when the person who started the, yeah, you can leave, left. you can leave that area and go to like the town and, you know, change up your armor or go to the armory right. and get new stuff. Wait, but can you disconnect oh, right. though? That's right. Yeah, exactly. You can leave. You oh, can okay. disconnect yeah. and it won't like knock everybody out of the room. That is huge. I mean, that's like something that should have been there so long ago, just right. like online. But now that you have it, it's like, oh, this is amazing. Right. Like, yeah. That is really good news. That makes me really happy. Is it still four people in a room or do they make it? It is still again? just four. In oh, a room. That's a bummer. Um, that is a bummer. It is a bummer. But uh, and one important part of the game that we haven't talked about yet. Sorry, Mark. Um, no, sorry. Is the kind of random dungeon. Oh, yes. I like this part what? a lot. Yeah. So there's this mo- uh, mode. I think it's called Tanken. It's like exploration mode. Um, it's kind of like expanding on the Moga Forest part of right. Monster it's Hunter like the Moga, the Moga Woods, basically. But um, oh, what it is Monster is like uh, after every quest, it, uh, it refreshes. But there's this place where you can do like a random quest. Okay. Uh, where the uh, environments are randomly generated, the monsters are randomly chosen, um, and then there's yeah, like the a, resources yeah, like in Monster Hunter. 3. Right, and then there are special parts of the. Uh, you could call them quests, I guess, that um, you can either get, like, a random Poogie costume or a random... Uh, there's, like, a treasure room where you can get um, uh, weapons and gear. Real, real quick, though, when you say that the stage is randomly generated, yes. it's just pre-made rooms. Pre-made rooms. The same rooms as, as or areas as as other maps, except they're just no. stuck together. No, no, no. Different. That's a, the cool part. It's a different, like, a different stage altogether. You, you've never seen this in Monster Hunter before. It doesn't look, it almost doesn't look like Monster Hunter. It looks kind of like Monster Hunter the Dungeon RPG, because, yeah. like, the maps are, like, very, like, there's more corridors and stuff. They're, like, right. they're, like... They're not like big open fields. They're more thin and, and winding. Well, I mean, and some, some of them are. Some of them are, yeah, but some of them aren't. Some of them are very twisty, like you know, right. dead ends here and there, and one way forward. Right, um, but but so it's not like go to go to the edge of an area loading. In, there, in, no, there in is that. Area. It is, is that. okay. But like all those are just randomly placed, and but it's is it like Fantasy Star Online where there's like a bunch of rooms and then those rooms Probably. are randomly mixed up. I'm a, yeah. I don't I mean okay, it yeah, must be but that bunch that could be a very high number like I didn't see many repeat and it's, rooms. But the, the cool part about this is the the random loot. Um like if you get like a treasure room in in one of your quests or whatever, you can go there and you dig up just like uh you know, it's almost like mining. You just go in there and mine and you'll get like a random uh, uh, what is the word they used? It's like um, 
tarnished or well, wait you can um although the rusted things it's like yeah it's, well it's not rusted shards they're like they're actual armor you can see the armor and the stats and everything hmm. but it's just kind of you have to polish it before you can is that where it. you get the armor from monsters that aren't in the game anymore they're, like, yeah like, well that's part of it but you also get parts from those quests of monsters that aren't even in the game uh okay so for people who don't know like in in because every in every other monster hunter you're right. only getting materials that you can then use anywhere out in the world you never right. just like well, with some few exceptions, like the one we're talking about, right, you get shirts. like a rusted axe or whatever, right? right? Sometimes you could pick that up. But you're saying this, well, this is kind of like that, where you get something, and it is that item, except it just has to be polished, and then it right. turns into... And those those weapons and armor have random stats. Right. So if you're like... You oh, can, okay, you can, you can get like two great That's axes. That's why I saw on Gaff, a guy had a, what is it called, the um, uh, necklace-looking... Right. Uh, things. Uh, talisman. Talismans. Is that what it's called? Yeah, if that's what you're talking about, yeah. English thing? I mean, it's the only thing that looks like a necklace with yeah, a little yeah, icon. Yeah, right. Had one with, like, plus 14. Yeah, so, like, all, stat, that's, all that stuff is random. And, and, like, the armor you get, um, you know, random stats, and it also kind of looks a little bit different, so if you have, like, a Rathalos armor that you got from an actual Rathalos, and you got the, you know, the tarnished yeah. Rathalos armor, there's, like, you know, the color's different. There's or... a color. A co- well, the colors are a little different, but like the actual design is different. There would be like a gash. Oh wow! In it and stuff like that. That's cool. So and it's cool. Tell. Like you can get well weapon. Like you can get like a you know a, a, a like a lance, a regular lance. And one time you'll get it, it'll have like water damage. But you'll get that same lance another time, and it'll have like fire damage, and it'll be like super strong. Sure, sure. And like That's blue awesome. and like blue uh, sharpness or something. Like that. Okay. Well, one cool. one last two oh, thing that on, I think is, is pretty cool Guys, about this game is seriously. there are they brought stop. back. This is something that was only ever in the console version, never in the handhelds. But they brought back sub quests. Yes. And capture quests. Yes. Right. So capture only quest. You right. Can't win. Which I don't know where they got why they ever got rid of those. To I, be me honest. neither. But I'm glad they're back. So. Very exciting. Cool. Okay. Um, well, uh, we'll talk a little bit more about uh, Monster Hunter 4, including if ever we can do our Monster Hunter uh, 4 Onsen weekend. Yay. Although, JJ, it sounds like not looking likely. It's not going to be likely. Yeah. Um, I don't know what your wife has time to go palling around with her friends, but can't come out to true. Onsen. Come yeah. on. What the hell? I don't know. She's making her, you know, final Lame. laps before baby time. Lame. Baby um. Time. What else, Dan? Did you have any crappy cell phone games you wanted to talk about? Or <laughs> I just want to say you should play Pocket Trains. If you've played Pocket Planes or Tiny Tower, this did that just come out really recently? Yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe like a week or two ago. Okay, it's same game. Cool. Do you want do you want to say just a like a sentence about what Pocket? Well, it's kind of like is? Pocket Planes, where you shuttle around, um, you know, cargo throughout a map of the world. And then you have to purchase cities and train stations and new trains. and Do It's a little simulation. Uh, I think eventually they have really fast ones. But the, all the train cars that you carry around, they're a lot like the tiny tower floors. So you see little like pixely people walking around in cute little environments. Oh. Yeah, okay. it's really nice. They do make good iPhone games uh, yeah. among the... They you really know, do. Who's they? Nimblebit. 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 Cool. Okay. Um, check that out if you are so inclined. Otherwise, JJ, you've been playing like the original Kid Icarus? Yes. Because I had the uh, 3D version on my DS. Like, the, not the uh, the new one. But not, the, not Uprising. Not Uprising, but the three. <clears throat> The 3DS kind of 3D demake, or I don't know what you would call it. How are you uh, doing? Of the original. How are you doing? 3D I classics it. version. I beat it. You finished it? I beat it. You cleared it? You flipped it? Yeah, I flipped it. What, which ending did you get? Did you dinner um, for one? I was a farmer. 
So it wasn't oh. the, it wasn't the worst ending, but it was it was close. Um, was but, that not a huge pain in the rear? Some of those dungeons? Did you not have no? Any actually, like I was really lucky and got through the last three of them without dying in the first time. Wow! But, yeah, that game is so good. Yeah. It is really good. The music like, is so good in that. Yeah, that game. too. Like oh. it was, you know, it, this is another game, and like we should just turn this into like a corner or something. JJ plays a game because his son is making him. Um, <laughs> he was making you. play Yeah, that. he was like, "Daddy, play it," and I'm like, "Okay," because he's playing it too. Now he's now actually playing Uprising. He whoa, he's playing original Kid Icarus. Yeah, that like well, he's no good at it. Right, of course not. Yeah, but he's still having fun. Right, well, sort of. He likes Uprising way more because okay. it's it's actually surprisingly easier. Um, yeah, well, I know, I believe you it. can turn the difficulty way down. Um, but uh, yeah, this this uh, you know, it was a game that I had played as a kid, and I thought it was impossible. I couldn't beat the first stage. Really? And then recently, just before Uprising came out, I started playing it uh, the same version, the 3D version, and I did pretty well. But I didn't beat it. And then like last Sunday, like he gave me the 3DS, and then he fell asleep, and I was like. Well, I guess I'll just beat it. And I it's kept time. playing it, and I nice. beat it, and I was like, whoa. So speaking of not being <laughs> able to beat the first stage, um, Volgar the Viking. Volgar the Viking. That was a hard that. game. Yeah. Basically, so play. Volgar the Viking is made by uh, Adult Swim Studio. Well, published by Adult Swim Studios. Friend of the show. Yeah, they didn't make it. Developed by, I can't remember who developed it. Oh, it's like uh, some crazy Viking, something Viking yeah. Studios. Uh, this was originally a Kickstarter um, that I was actually quite interested in. I didn't donate to because I'm, I'm not really a big Kickstarter guy, but I was it was something I wanted to outside play. Outside of Mighty Number no. Nine, yeah, outside of Mighty Number no. Nine. Um, but I ended up buying it, which is back as you know, Chris like later was like, "Hey, I'll give you a code." And I'm like, oh, "I'm sorry, I, I already bought it." Um, but you know, I, I like giving money to people who deserve it. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and um, so, kind of a um, it's for people who don't know. Yeah, it's Rastan. Yeah, Rastan. actually, Rastan is that Rastan? Rastan. I like that. Like authentic. <laughs> Rastan. Rastan. No, I don't know. Rastan was what it's always <laughs> called. But but kind of that in uh yeah, a little Castlevania mixed in. But yeah. I mean it's it's like when you play it they're very difficult. There are a lot of nods to Rastan. How he moves. I call it Rastan too, JJ. Rastan. How he moves and attacks. How he moves, how he attacks. Like, yeah. like some of the level layouts at the beginning are just kind of like, hey guys, remember that? Right. Um but the game is hard. It's like it took me a long time to get through the first I'm not even done with the first stage because, like, I, it's I, meant to be like punishingly hard. Yeah, though, it's right? punishingly like, hard. I really like how they did their trailer, which is just showing somebody dying and dying and dying. Yeah, but then it shows the same person trying the same parts of the levels over again and getting right. better and, getting and better, it, and yeah. then finally like mastering it. And you're yeah. like, oh shit, that's really cool. It is cool. But I wish there were like a few more checkpoints, but you know, uh, right? It's, it, it is very old school in that respect. Um, but they do have mid-level che- checkpoints. Um, so actually, I guess I'm in the middle of the first stage. I'm at the boss. Like I fought the boss, and he was really difficult. I actually took out my PC last night and was like re- getting ready to play that. But I was just—it was like yesterday was the last day of the Kickstarter as we're recording yeah. this anyway. And like it was like sleep overwhelmed me, and I couldn't play it. You have but to I play really it with a controller. It. Oh yeah, I would so of course. You know. yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, no, it's just really fun. Like uh, it, it, unlike Rastan, you have uh, quite a few different combat. Um, uh, you know, a, a few different weapons at your disposal. You've got like this giant uh, spear that you can throw and charge up and throw, and then like there are power ups um, that let you uh, shoot lightning if you get hit, or you know, right? Um, your projectile weapons, yeah. in addition to your and uh, yeah, it's just it's it's a good game. If you have, a, I think it was fifteen or nine do- or ten dollars, something like that. If you want like a good hard punishing 
2D action game. Awesome. Totally yeah, the, the video definitely sold me into at least yeah, trying it out. Yeah, so. the Viking. I know there are some people out there like Shane Battenhausen that like Rust on. Yes. And There's I think a lot this, of us this game, that is, this is for you. Also, the world's biggest, maybe, Raztan fan uh, really? is just joining us, yes, on the, on the oh. podcast. Yes. Um, I didn't luckily, know that about you. Yes, our special <laughs> guest. Uh, she's been busy, but uh, carved out some time. That is uh, Hiroko Swansong Minamoto. Swansong? Swansong. 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 Yes. Swan song. What? If you say it a bunch, it starts to sound Swan, weird. Swan Swan. 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 I don't know what that means. That but is, uh, <laughs> uh, you never watched uh, uh, Paradise? Uh, no. What should I call it? No. Um, <laughs> so I don't know. Um, it's, uh, it's all right, JJ. I'll think about Just it. Just let it go. Um, so uh, you were at like a wedding recently or yes, something? I did. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that will be a perfect image for this week's um, podcast. Really? Yeah. Do we have a, Do you have a photos? Of? I have a photo okay. of a bunch of um, gorgeous-looking swans mm-hmm. that um, danced at a wedding that I was at. Uh huh. Um, should I? The nature of them? these was swans. this Bjork's wedding? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. It was Sorry, my Phantom of the Paradise. Great, great movie. You should watch it. Great. Thanks for. I'm glad you dug that up. <laughs> it was a great, great payoff for that. Um, it's a De Palma. Good stuff. Yeah, that guy has made a lot of shitty movies. But this is a good one. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, but anyway, it's at the wedding. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Some, some lovely swans. Mm-hmm. Danced. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And they trained like, the swans to dance? Uh, no, lovely. They're human beings. A group oh. of uh, beautiful-looking human beings dressed as swans. Beautiful-looking human beings mm-hmm. men and women <laughs> mans men it's rain and men men yeah as swans. Mm-hmm. how could you tell they were men if they were wearing these big swan outfit costumes uh you could tell really <laughs> you could really tell oh, yeah. oh really mm-hmm. wait was the neck of the swan protruding out of any particular area it on the men been. really they might have been i didn't even get this whole part of the story <laughs> oh yeah wow Yep. Why were these people? <laughs> was this like the, the the bachelorette? This is not the bachelorette party. Nope. This it is was the, the wedding wedding party. Okay. Did the groom also dress up as a swan? Or? No, the groom kind of turned into a swan midway and was leading the swan group at a point. Okay. It was a beautiful performance. Japanese weddings, crazy. Yes, exactly. And, For people yeah. who don't know, this is a traditional. <laughs> yeah. right. they're, they're. And also the groom. Um, the groom is from the military. Mm-hmm. And all the swans are from the military, too. So it was very... Um, military swans. Yeah, like great to um, feel... Well, you know, we... Did they do it in perfect formation? They did. They They actually did. And yeah, all of them, you know, are the people who are um, protecting us. So I feel really safe. Yeah. (laughs) When I think of the military, though, I don't. I don't think of great dancers. Were they? Were they good dancers? Pretty like graceful. Graceful. Really. Okay. Well, whatever. Well, it's your yeah, wedding. It was, it was whatever yeah, well gets you off. Together. Well, yeah. that's the thing in like Japanese weddings. They mm-hmm. uh, during like the the reception part. There's always like a group of bride or groom's friends that come mm-hmm. in and like dress up as something stupid mm-hmm. and do something stupid. I got news for you, JJ. Yeah, that's in pretty much every wedding <laughs> anywhere in the world. Yeah, that, that's. I've Japanese never actually thing. been to that's a wedding that isn't Japan. Japanese. So, oh really? Yeah. Really? Have you been to a wedding outside of your own? Wedding? I haven't had a wedding yet. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever been to a wedding? Yes, I have. Oh, okay. Okay. Right. My wife's sister's wedding. Yeah. She's checking. Wait, okay. weren't you guys gonna have a wedding in Hawaii? We're going to at some point. Okay. We gotta have sticking the, to that. Gotta have the Zenny man. Gonna have two kids. And, you guys yeah. Are, okay. It's getting more expensive. The more kids you guys. So it's true. Yeah. Shooting out. Well, you know. All right. 
<laughs> Maybe after we, uh, I retire or something. Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, until then, we have news to talk about, JJ. Oh, hey. We can fill the time until your wedding. Sweet. <laughs> um, and actually, there was a bunch of news. Was uh, there? Yeah. I wouldn't very, know because I a, haven't seen the news in about a month. It's a very news-heavy mm-hmm. week, actually. Yeah. Well, I've um, seen news regarding Mighty Number no. 9. Right. Okay. And there's plenty of that as well. Um, but, uh, yeah, we kind of mentioned this or teased this, I think, last time. <laughs> Not that it was any huge surprise, but Steambox news. We're leading with Steambox news. There was a Nintendo Direct this past week, and yet we are leading with Steambox news, people. (laughs) Sounds like a problem. These are the end times. What is going on? This is craziness. Is this the A4 Play podcast even anymore? I don't even know. So... They show It's actually Steam Machines. Whatever. Whatever. Let's start with the the most exciting news, uh, the controller. Yeah, Most controversial. The owl. Yeah, I don't know about news. exciting, controversial. Controversy. Yeah. So, well, uh, for people who haven't seen it, Dorito it right now. Quickly check it out. No analog sticks in their place. Sit two high resolution circular trackpads for the player's thumbs. The pads can be clicked, which allows them to also function as buttons. Um, they're sensitive enough to allow genres of games that have until now been playable only with a keyboard and mouse. That's the idea. This mm. is from the Polygon.com story, by the way. Check that out um, if you want like a nice summation of it. There's no physical feedback, though, of course. There's um, the haptic feedback. There is haptic feedback. Yes, um, which is physical. Yes, the Steam Controller's linear resonant actuators, JJ, one attached to each trackpad, <laughs> are, quote, capable of delivering yes. a wide range of force and vibration, allowing precise control over frequency, amplitude, and direction of movement. Thank God. And believe it or not, they can also function as speakers. Are you serious? Really? I didn't know yeah. about that part. Oh, because they vibrate. I guess they call that makes it sense. a parlor trick on the, uh, on, the yeah, val- yeah. on the Valve page. But it's like that. Actually, I wonder could end up anything. They're cool. also fully customizable, right? Also fully customizable. They call them like hackable. So that basically, yeah. you can make your own configuration for games. You can share them with people. There's four. The, there's a high resolution touchpad screen on it, kind of yes. like the PS4 touchpad, except and this one can work as a button as well. Right. However, it is on the Valve controller. It is also a screen. It's going to be in the final oh, one. The wow. prototype one was Man, not. Man, that sounds like an expensive controller. Four buttons around there, it does. Um, and then, I of course, the standard buttons, the standard shoulder uh, kind of button setup, but also two buttons on the back yeah. of the pad. Um, so there's two more buttons there. So I think there's a total of 16 buttons people were counting up. Wow. I'm trying to think of where all the 16 buttons are. Yeah, there's four okay, shoulder so buttons, no, four on the face. Right. Am I able to control 16 bars? Uh, it was funny because there's an image of nose. somebody with like a hand with little hands coming off their, their <laughs> fingers to control it. So let's see. So there's two on the back. There should be, a to- I guess, a total of four on the top of it. That's six. Then there's four on the around, on the, around the the track pa- uh, the touchpad. That's right. ten. And the two touchpads. Then there's touch one, the trackpad you actually push in is one. Right. Then the two... Tr- pads you push in those are one each i think that's like 13 or and 13 15. and then i think Actually, there's one I more believe the bar touch, i think the touchpad uh, has four buttons it does it has four pads around, around no it. not around it but like it's divided into a cross i think no there's am i going crazy i yeah, saw a picture crazy. today i saw a picture today where yeah, they it was said like you divided can, you into can, four yes you can you can customize those to be actual like different buttons like you could set it up to be like the four buttons of the xbox controller oh, in, within the pad hmm, itself interesting so if that is four then that would add up to 16. well wait but there's actually four buttons around right that. right I, people I, are saying I you won't that. even really use those hardly they're not like they're more like that's start and select buttons or like option <laughs> buttons they don't look like it but that's what they'll kind of function as so um and you, the, you can see the form factor um out there i think that's most of the google owls entire controller symmetrical so 
left-handed gamers will be able to use the device as easily as right-handed gamers, JJ? Yeah. I have to Simple say something that's stupid. The software. <laughs> as a left-hander, I have to say that's stupid. Why? Yeah. Explain. Well, like, the people who, like, oh, I have to use the mouse with my left hand. It's like, dude, grow a pair. Like, use it with your right hand. <laughs> I, like, I everybody. That. Have you ever played a Nintendo, like the NES? Yeah. You can't just, like, flip it over. You just had to learn like that as, you're a, as a child. You're saying by now you've gotten used to right. that aspect of it. Yeah, unless and Humans are incredibly capable creatures and can figure these things out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Nature finds a way. Um, okay, so also Steam Controller compatible not just with Steam machines but with any computer running Steam. Uh, more detail in the community group. Blah, blah, blah. I highly recommend people look up the uh, the Meat Boy guy, um, Tommy. We I have that his last here. name. We do. Yeah, he went Tommy, and actually played it. I don't know it. how you pronounce his name. Riffins. Yeah, they, so Valve not, not inv- no. invited a bunch of uh, game developers out to play it and try it, give their opinion. Um, the Super Meat Boy guy, we were talking about Tommy Riff. Refinis, Refinis. I don't know, really can't don't know his last I watched the game the movie, but I don't remember. But yeah, so he and, and as somebody who is respected about controls, right? Because he made Super Meat Boy yes. and really cares about controls. It's a game that needs precision. Absolutely, controls. and he said his basically summation. Yeah, you can check out his article um, up on uh, Gama Sutra. But the takeaway is. Um, if you were to ask me if I would play games with the Steam controller, I would say yes. If you were to ask me to choose between the Steam controller and a 360 controller, I would choose 360. Don't take hmm. that as a slight to the controller, though, because it's more about the comfort or f- of familiarity over functionality. Hmm. I would choose a 360 controller because I have several thousand hours experience using it. However, if tomorrow all game controllers were wiped off the earth and the only option was the Steam controller, <laughs> I don't think this would be a bad thing. So, great start, needs some improvement, but I could play any game I wanted with it just fine, is what he says. And part of it, part of the design, the whole idea behind it really is that games that heretofore were unplayable with a con- right. standard controller, aka like mouse and keyboard setup, would be, be able to be used on this that's setup. That's exciting. Yeah, I think that's a really important... That said... What do you, what does everybody think about this the controller? I, I mean w- obviously we haven't played it but right. they they gave out the news so they want people to talk about it and not everybody has been able to play it so we're going to talk right. about it even well, though maybe <laughs> when we play it we're going to have a way better informed opinion. It's one of those but, things where I like I didn't want to have to go out and buy like a phantom keyboard, you know, you remember right. that. Oh yeah. I didn't want to have to do <laughs> that. That was actually really comfortable. Have you ever tried really? it? Really? I yeah. mean it looked like it might have been, but like, you know, I don't want to have to buy that to and and have a controller to play like Dota two or but whatever. let me ask you just when you want to just play Dark Souls two yeah are well you I mean be happy with this thing without there, there is actually sticks? someone who uh, I read an article no. today where they played Dark Souls with one of these and they said it was great it, do you believe that I do believe that really but it can't be mm-hmm. better than using a, like a PS three controller well because it's not I, it was made for a PS three controller not, when I'm they start out, making games for this controller that's when I think it's going to be amazing I'm like, not out here to like have like a better controller I'm out here like and what this is is like as good controller as good is fine with me because now i can play those games will be as good i think so i mean like the, I, well I'm, you know i say i think so but i don't know how well the haptics work i'm right. skeptical yeah i am too i, I am very I skeptical i'm positive i mean I, <laughs> I think version two will be pretty good but i think version one is going to ultimately be you know, i think i think not the, enough valve i just is, is i can't maybe you know it is it, maybe playing is believing and i do really want to try it but i just thanks, cannot reggie. imagine what's that thanks reggie <laughs> but I, but I, I just can't imagine not having the actual physical thing there, not being a worse experience for the kind of games that I mostly like to play, right. which is not a lot of <laughs> mouse and keyboard type games. Sure. So I, I do think that this is a compromise 
it's going to be better than any other solution mm. if you look at all the games as a whole, mm. especially for like you know touch games too yeah. like a lot of those a lot more of those seem to be kind of coming to pc and kind of the line between purely mobile and um console or comp- pc mm. games is blurring so this controller seems great for that and i have big faith in valve like yeah, those yeah, guys right. are mm-hmm. geniuses these and guys really have been smart. developing this forever so however I'm sure they surely however surely. However, the graveyard of terrible controllers is riddled with companies yes. their first time out, right? Right. And I say this even as somebody who really liked the the Xbox Duke. The Duke. Yeah, the big one. <laughs> Just because I got so used to it. Yeah. But, like, oh your first time out, including, weapon. like, even the N64 controller, which was really, um, you know, revolutionary sure. and important... Um, well, I mean, if you look back at the NES controller, it's kind of a piece of crap. Like, right? Yeah. Well, if you have well hands, now, if you have, well, no. If you have hands that aren't like a six-year-old's hands, that thing is gonna <laughs> just like, but kill your hands. So. But, but, like, but so more to the point, it's really hard to get something like this right your first time out for mm-hmm. for whatever reason. Yeah. And they're what I really like is that they're questioning everything. Like mm-hmm. that they're yeah. not. It doesn't look like they just said. Oh, Nintendo got like a Wii mode. Okay, we're just going to do that. Or they didn't even, you know, like Sony style, what they did a bunch. It's like, oh, somebody else came out with this innovation thing. We're just going to rip that off. They right. actually thought it, it seems like thought it from the bottom up. So things like the <coughs> buttons on the back of the controller, I really want to try. Yeah. That seems weird to me, but I want to try it before I say anything. Well, yeah, I think another thing, too, that was interesting to me is I don't know how this is going to mm. feel, but when I first saw the two buttons, you know, you've got your two, um, what do we even call those things? Like analog, like the things that would be the sticks on a standard controller on this valve thing right two circles track pads but the fact that they put two buttons next to the left one to me is really interesting because it actually makes sense like no one's ever done that before but like if you think about how you control stuff on the right side like it totally would be comfortable to use those two buttons with your left thumb but usually you're moving constantly with the left side and that's the reason nobody ever put them because you never take it off your your finger off the left side right but like comfort wise it doesn't not make sense like it does tired of the double negative there like comfort wise it does make sense to have buttons over there like you could totally do that and actually you know use them so I'm interested what happens with that the other thing too Mark is they're also like you probably saw this but like they're Mm. asking everyone for feedback and they're doing this like super limited like 300 person beta or something for a while like Mm. they're probably the final controller is not necessarily going to be what this is even when it first comes out like the first version is essentially going to be a very much that part I think is more set is it really yeah I mean because they said the the, the the prototype doesn't have the screen but that the production version does the Meat Meat Boy guy was saying in his article like he mentioned something and they like tweaked it right there on the spot so tweaks you're right so he was talking about one of the things he requested was like nubbins on the pad just so you kind of know where you were mm-hmm. and he yeah. said stuff like that hopefully it's going to be possible but I mean I don't think uh, I, I think this is coming out with two track pads and mm-hmm. that sort of thing you know what I mean I think like when we first saw the it'd be like the the amount of changes between like the uh, Wii U gamepad and the final pad sure. yeah, you yeah, know yeah, what I mean agree. like yeah. something like that so on that too. level yeah yeah um, so a bunch of opinion pieces came out of that. Does anybody else want to offer up their thoughts? Dan, you've been awfully quiet. No, I'm pretty there. pretty excited to try it. Really? Yeah. I mean, Optimistic. I'm coming from a place that you know doesn't use any buttons usually <laughs> right. in my game. So <laughs> right. you're just happy to have any buttons at all. <laughs> the new exactly. frontier. I, we got buttons. It does seem like the the touch pads are like like soft rubber or something. Uh-huh. It's what it looks like. And since there's haptic feedback in different parts of the of the touchpad it seems like it would have to be you know somewhat malleable like mm-hmm. it's uh it's pretty soft 
And I feel like my thumb would get irritated to like sliding it around on that all day. Right. Uh, if it's like kind of rough for. Well, just because it's like rubber and there's like those. It looks like there were kind of like rings, you know, yeah. like that go around it and just like ribbed. sliding it's my thumb. Yeah. For her pleasure. I, I just think Sorry. I would get irritated. There, there's that. a bunch of opinion pieces out there, and I will say some of it. Well, so there was, a, a, I think, a, an interesting article from friend of the show, Chris Kohler. But one of the things that I thought ringed false from his thing was saying, like, you know, sure, it looks weird. He's like, is it genius or insanity? And he kind of makes the case for both. He says, sure, it looks weird. But didn't we all think that the first time we saw the ridiculous three-pronged Nintendo 64 controller? Actually, no. Like, I, I, I don't remember that reaction at all when people saw the N64 controller. I remember people being just like, wow, As this is great. This Sega is Sega fan. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what this is that? This analog thing like a, is perfect. Yeah. Like, I thought everybody oh, was well, like... Oh, the analog part... You saw it with Mario 64. Right. It was like, oh, okay, yeah, that's well, I it think, works great. It's perfect. I think, there were, I think he's referring more to, like, having several different, like, grips and stuff like that. Yeah, that right. was a little weird. Of yeah. the, but mm, but yeah. I don't remember that reaction having it at all. And then, like, well, yeah. Anyway, um, so, yeah, it's something else that he was saying, Wired contributor John Mayer messaged me a few moments ago to call this the Homer of controllers. Everything people <laughs> say they want, but might not actually want in practice. So, if mm. you guys get the reference, there was that Simpsons episode where Homer made a car, right. and designed a car, and he just <laughs> designed it with everything like yes. thrown in, and it was this ridiculous piece of crap. One thing that's cool, I think, is ultimately is like the fact that they're trying to... So, the thing about... You know, using a mouse and keyboard. I have never liked using a mouse and keyboard. Like, even, I mean, I understood why it was necessary on games like Quake and stuff. Like, you obviously want that sort of full freedom of movement that you can only get with a mouse. But what I like it they're trying one... to take that and put it into a controller. Because, honestly, like, holding a controller is ultimately the best way to play a game. But the downside for PC gamers was you could never have that sort of instantaneous movement from, like, the bottom of the screen to the top of the screen. You know what I right, mean? Right, And they're trying to solve that with this controller. And that, I think, is really admirable. Yeah, and I, I don't think they're going to solve ever the speed like a first person shooter mouse and controller uh mouse well, and keyboard do you, think, setup. you don't think so no I think no this might it's be more it. no it's more like a i think this is more like a an rts or that kind of thing like you have that fidelity mm. but the kind of twi- twitch and flick movement i think is going to be it might be a little bit better than a yeah maybe you're it, right, it'll actually. be better are you thinking that because your wrist stick, essentially your wrist is faster than your thumb is that why because just, otherwise there's no difference yeah, right? just, just the degree of control and fidelity you have moving your hand and wrist and right, just moving your finger. Right, well, I mean, right. it could be just like it's that high resolution, you know. No, and I'm sure it is super high resolution. Right. But I mean, it's not even at some point. It's not even a problem with the resolution. It's a right. problem with your like manual dexterity. True, how true. good you sure. can get with one over the other. But um, uh, anyway, so John, as you kind of started to mention, there's going to be like a, a trial period. They're shipping 300 prototypes of the in development Steam machines this year to users for beta testing, and then the real machine is going to come out next year, and they're going to be making a bunch of different models, it yeah. sounds like, with different partners. It's like the CDI or the... I'm a little bummed about that, 3DO. just because that's never gone well before, but, you know, if but they're going to have their own one, too, right? Or are they? Yeah. No, yeah. they're not. Yeah, they? They it are. says they're not, they're not manufacturing their own. Really? Someone yeah. said they were. I read somewhere well, that they were. Who's going to make these three, uh, 300 kits here? It's like they're they're partnered with some people. In the article, it says something that they're partnered with NVIDIA, at least for the oh, graphics right, card. you're right. You're right. No Valve is not going to manufacture its uh. own pseudo console using PC parts and sell it in stores. Instead, it's going to work with a number of hardware partners to roll them out, living room game machines, running right. SteamOS. They're so maybe the does, first 300 just, are just the ones. The their their big thing is the, the Steam OS. Right. 
Yeah. So, but how do you manage quality when you have different? I mean, look at 3DO is the is was the test case for this, and it failed. Well, I mean, it's basically just a computer, like a, a a Roku, or you know, it'll be like a Roku or an or, But if you're trying to appeal outside or the PC Uya. community, you're not Roku. doing anything that PCs don't already do. You know what I mean? Like, it'd be nice if they had a official Valve box. Right. But I mean, it's just like I, I I I guarantee you, so it'll be about form factor and just like you know, some people don't need like the. You know the big badass box to play PC. We're games. gonna get a lot of ugly boxes, aren't we? Yeah, oh, yeah. a lot of we'll ugly. Hey, Nvidia. Look at Nvidia's like handheld thing. It looks yeah, like it shield. looked like it somebody shot it out of. Like yeah, it looks like a, that looks like a Homer. That looks like <laughs> we should. That we looks should, like a ten-year-old's drawing we'll all of chip their in, ultimate game system. Mark and get you the Alienware Steam box. I, it's gonna be ugly though. It's I know look exactly. Like a bomb. That's why. Like, right? I mean, it's gonna <laughs> have like neon lights on it and a big fucking alien head on it. Which turned on a black light which was never purple. Cool. As somebody who was in college in yeah. like fucking early nineties, yeah, Alienware was never cool. Like that that it's alien true. symbol was never cool. They no. made fucking badass computers, but eh. like they really needed to like redesign their logo. Valve right. needs to hire the guy who designed the PS4. Um, Agreed. So I mean, it would be yeah. I'm a little worried that given the fact that the, apparently the world can't make any other good looking laptop, pretty much other than Apple, yeah. I'm a little worried that they're not going to have a lot of cool design systems because i actually really want one of these i am yes. the oh, market for this exactly thing. exactly and i'm sad that i, I wait. can't buy one until next year and yeah i could just put together a pc and maybe i will to hook up to my tv yeah, like a but, little mini pc yeah but i i want the like boxed solution yeah i am the like kind sure. of casual hardcore guy well i've got the steam box for you have they talked about how so. it's going to connect to the tv and everything like as far as like you know is it going to be like a single piece of kit that comes with like or, like it's not going to come with a mouse and stuff like that is it it's just going to be like I the box it. the controller and presumably like an hdmi cable the or other something? thing is there could be a bazillion different configurations like there could be a gateway version where it's like uh. here's the steam box here's the one that comes with the mouse and keyboard here's the there one that comes be, with see, that's whatever. gross to me the like, walmart maybe I'm just, brand ugh. Yeah, no. The Zio box. I want a nice, sexy little thing that's just the box, the controller, the Well, there will the probably cord. be one of those. It'll be interesting what they standardize and what they don't. So if they just make it where it's just, here's your here's your hard drive. Hard drive has a little handle on it. Boom, right. Pull it out. Boom, put in the new, bigger one. That's You just change your hard drive. Here's your video card. Boom, yeah. Pull it out. Boom, plop in the new one. You know, if they make it much more, like, friendly, Fisher-Price looking. Modular. Modular, even between the different manufacturers that might be a step towards console things yeah. but but honestly i'm a little worried anytime this stuff is open sourced i don't know open source is not the word but yeah. uh, but open like this the thing that you lose usually is the ease of use and the just intuitive right. nature of it's a roundabout it. way of dissing android this whoever like <laughs> a perfect accessory like opportunity right now is for people to basically make like console-esque cases like make the famicom dude yes of make the me, steam make box me, i would totally want make one me of those a japanese sega saturn right right steam box one other I mean, thing too. You can make one right now. It's basically just a PC. So sure. just put a PC in. And one other thing too that's really super interesting, and I'm actually really glad they're doing this, is that it's Linux based only. So they're basically essentially trying to cut out, Dude, cut Windows out of the, the picture. The death which, of Windows begins been next been year. Well, it kind of began last year, to be honest. Right. But yeah, I mean, it's really that's. I'm glad. But that's once happening. once games are gone, it's like productivity, and that's it. And. <laughs> So, moving on, um, in other Valve news, Half-Life 3 trademark filed in Europe. Apparently, this brought NeoGAF down, this news. Yeah, because yeah. it landed on the front page of Reddit. Yeah. Um, application was filed on my birthday, September 29th, oh. at the um, European... Old man. Uh, <laughs> 
uh, what is it? Office for Harmonization in the Internal Market, the European Union's Trademark and Design <coughs> Registry. So there is no equivalent trademark on record in the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office. Um, yeah, just to, to, to read out this story if you want the full details, but basically that. So nothing else besides that surrounding it. No announcement. No nothing else. Surprise! Just that. And I think they trademarked the Half-Life symbol, too, or something. Yeah, there was it was surprising that that wasn't done before, but... Um, and then to our, what would have been our starting news, Nintendo Direct. There was a Nintendo Direct with a yes. lot of news, um, a lot of different people this time, um, friend of the show, EP, Eric Peterson was nice. on there doing the oh. dog and pony show. Have to say a little more, watch this. little more natural than, uh, than Bill Trinan. Oh, snap. <laughs> he might have like some competition. Yeah. Oh, snap. He, uh, he didn't seem to be enjoying it as much yet. Maybe Billy so T. far as, uh, as Billy T. Uh, yeah. but, um, Billy T's a busy man. It's true. Maybe a little too much hand motion, but, uh, <laughs> they tell him that I'm pretty sure like they're behind the camera telling him, wave your hands, flop That's them right. around. More hand, Talk more your, your, hands. your right Actually, hand. It's just sitting on your knee. Jack, you know, this reminds me of totally unrelated, except that you'd mentioned these guys doing a direct, but we totally blew our chance to do like a, a direct reference on our live stream yesterday like we oh. should have chosen to the, the audience yes well you know maybe there will be more <laughs> live streams and more yes. kickstarters in the future oh. mm-hmm. um but anyway to the nintendo direct to the nintendo direct everyone Woo. um <laughs> so super mario 3d world trailer was the big news <laughs> that's all i saw and that's all i needed to see dude wow what, what a, the what a jump from e3 <laughs> yeah what were they like the E3 trailer looks. I mean, you think about that now. It's like, what the fuck were they thinking? They were sand, well, maybe they were sandbagging, or maybe, maybe all those levels were like like eighty percent done. Well, right. they just focused on multiplayer at E3. Is the yeah. thing like this yeah. trailer? As far as I could tell, they just showed a bunch of single amazing. Players. They showed a little bit of multiplayer. The very last shot was okay. multiplayer, but yeah. but um, so you got to see a bunch of new powers. Uh, Mario as a hammer brother. Mario as like different blocks. Yes. Um, Mario as a Goomba. Yeah. Mario as a Goomba. Stealth elements. So awesome. Mario like multiplying into yes. Um, at the Sakurambo, the cherry power up. Rumor has it that technology came from the uh, 100 Mario's uh, scrapped game. Really? No, I just made that up. But it's a good rumor, <laughs> that was right? Yeah, it is. Um. So yeah, a lot of fun, weird, exciting, like cool level design too yeah just a lot i mean it's just like sheer variety and the art design just really shine this time compared to the first time super mario 3d land on 3ds is amazing yeah underrated probably one of my favorite 3ds i feel like it got its props in the end eventually but in the beginning only a few of us were like really it was like one of those things like when it came out everybody ignored it because like well it had really had a negative hype leading up to it first of all from from bad showings and then yeah, when it came out, people were almost surprised. It was almost the hype worked, the negative hype worked in its favor. Where right. people were like, actually, this is a good game. Only 3DS game ever where I went from full charge and to drain the battery to the point that my 3DS died all Damn. in one sitting. I just couldn't wow. put that game down. It was but, so uh, good. Yeah, this this and not new, even using this, the 3D right because you have the right. 3D turned yeah. off. This new trailer uh, just like basically shows that. This isn't just the 3DS game with a little bit better graphics and four player. It looks like a you know a worthy successor to Galaxy 2 and Sunshine. Yeah, it looked, it looked a lot more like those games, and I did really appreciate that they did not show, to me, what kind of has, I wouldn't say ruined those games, but made me so much less ex- more uh, so much less excited about the new Super Mario games recently is the multiplayer aspect of them and how the levels seem designed around that, and oh, how right, it just yeah. becomes this right. just like, let's just throw lives at it until we're at the end of the level, yeah. and then it's just not exciting there's no challenge there's no you know difficulty balance there's no whatever it's just like a party game 
But this looked a lot like more old. I mean, they just showed the single player stuff, so definitely a lot more exciting. The graphics looked good. You know, Great. interesting enemies, enemy yeah. designs, really that clever kind of fun Mario feel to it. So much color, um, so much like just stuff going on. Like, and it reminded me of the first time I saw Galaxy because Galaxy yes. was kind of like that too, yeah. just like Very new much, yeah. Mario. Like, it's not new because we played Land. But we we have an idea, but it's like it's just taking a sixty four to Galaxy. This is like Land to World in my mind. It just right. they took it in like crazily through everything but the kitchen sink in there like and totally upgraded thank it. god they upgraded the music from the midi to back to the orchestra the real instruments i didn't even notice that did they yeah, yeah. Good, good it's like more of like a jazzy sort of thing now but i am super pumped for that game now i can't wait totally so pumped what else um wii u party jj you're also pumped for this you want to take water from a stream on the ground and place it into vases on your tv you yeah. cannot wait <laughs> you are excited as hell you know this is that. a game that i might buy just to play with my my kid yeah looks like a fun game for kids it does look like a fun game for kids yeah it looks like not a fun game for almost anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> like it's a great game to play with your kids or with your wife's parents it, it looks almost just like your it's like parents? it's like the yeah. game we, we can do it so we're going to yeah. almost kind of like, look the, like hey everybody press a button on the wiimote so, so i missed that, this i, I didn't Wiimo, watch it Wiimo, tell Wiimo me what twister. it is that could be kind of fun too yeah it's like wiimote it's like we gamepad twister which is so like, honestly like unless i'm like drunk which I've never been, but just hear me <laughs> out. Imagining it, yeah. I don't want to be touching other people's fingers. So it's like... Fingers. If you think of Twister, though, it's kind of like that. So like somebody has to hit this with their right hand, hit this button, and somebody else comes <laughs> in and it, has like, to hit this you're with like their doing, left you're hand. You're like doing this with your fingers. Like, uh, it just yeah. seems... No, Did no, they no, have Nintendo doing employees doing, doing naughty this? Whatever. On, they, on just the showed, Very naughty. they just showed an image of it. Okay. And then this other thing they showed is like you putting the gamepad down on the ground, and it's just like a stream, and then you take Wiimotes up to it, and they're like... You know, like the goldfish thing in the yeah. Japanese festivals, almost like that, but you're right. like scooping up water, and then you have to like hold it level. Although I, I don't know how you can tell if it's level or not. Well, the gyro, yeah, the Wii, the Wii remote. You can yeah, but that. how could how do you know if you're spilling water or not? How do you see? Oh, how do you personally water? know? Yeah, yeah well, you don't maybe, see it on screen. Maybe you see it on. screen. You must, I guess, see it on screen somehow, and then uh, you have to pour it into a. Vase but this on could the be thing. the game that like finally shows you why the Wii game. No, is that's useful. Uh, it's not to me. It's not the Wii Sports. The, I, you're right in that. Like, well, I wouldn't a, say it's the Wii Sports, but. right? As a, it is like a part. It seems like a party game, yeah. And then that kind of thing. It seems like a lark and almost like mm. a bunch of experiments that finally they're like, okay, let's. Well, put those this out. you know, Nintendo party games are basically that. It's like, hey, here but, are a bunch. But they're of usually pretty good. Even Wii, what was it called? Wii Party, I think. Wait, wait what was the it one? Was on? Wii Party? This is Wii U Party. Wii Party right. was pretty fun. It's, I mean, it's simple, but it had some really fun, just like multiplayer mini games. You yeah, know? I don't know. Maybe this will have them too outside of the ones they show, but they usually show the best ones. So if right. that's the best one, it's kind of like I really yeah, like. I won't be getting it. It's just like the, the water stream thing is not something where you're like, "Whoa, I never thought of that." Like that's so cool. Like mm. you can do that. That's cool. If you're a kid, that yeah. is going to be cool. But to the rest of us, it's to me, it's not kind of like the yes, like well, you know, the, eureka the moment. Yeah, folk. Uh, Mario and Sonic at the Winter Olympics. I will say this. One My thing wife laughed at that. That was kind of cool about this. Why? Because she was like, they actually make a game like that. And, and it actually like sells like I had to explain to her, like, yes, people always buy Olympic games. cool thing about this, this one is thing. everyone from around the world can play, and it keeps track of how many people are winning and what events Oh, like, and stuff. like a real Olympics? Like a real Olympics. That's kind of cool. That actually is a pretty cool idea. Right? I thought so. Um, I actually was like... 
not scrubbing through this part of the Nintendo Direct, and <laughs> oh, I'm like, right. oh, I'm actually kind of glad I didn't do that. Um, <laughs> and it doesn't look too bad. I, I mean, I, I'm not going to buy or play this game, but I was I was surprised. Right. It looked better than I thought. Um, Sonic and Smash Brothers, Wii U and 3DS. Not a surprise, cool. but, no. you know, cool to know. Yeah. Um, Monster Hunter Frontier G... Uh, that's uh, December 11th here in Japan. We talked about that before. There was some Pikmin 3 news. Um, DLC. Yeah, new mission DLC. Um, pack 1, 200 yen. That's the Japan price. Yeah, Available comes with three direct. stages. Pretty decent price three for three challenge stage. stages. Yeah, which are infinitely playable. Um, I'm not so into those. I was, I'm hoping, I don't know if they said, if there's going to be more single player DLC. Oh, I don't know. Maybe. But uh, yeah, my wife's totally into them. And there's something that's new that's free, right? One, one. There is new one mission. new free one, and okay. uh, yeah, my son and wife have been playing it all day today. Um, also, there's an update which will show the world's top scores for each stage, right? Which is kind of cool. Again, that's just the challenge. But it doesn't say stuff. who it is; it just says the score, right? Uh, well, I don't know. Wait, really? The, in the video, so. it did, I didn't see a name. Oh, Maybe really? if you click on it, it'll show you. But um, Band Brothers P. Yes. Band Brothers is back. Have so, you guys played Band Brothers before? I did. I played the DS one. They're pretty uh, cool games. It was a very cool game, actually. But yeah. I didn't see the footage because I watched the US Direct, so I didn't see the footage of Band Brothers. Right. Is this for it's 3DS? Cool. Uh, 3DS, yeah. It's got like online play, so like, you know, I could be the drummer, title? you could be the guitarist. What's the P mean? Producer, because you can... Uh, Whoa. Uh, you, <sighs> you blew my mind. I don't know if you've seen this. you got to see this. It's like you produce... Like, there's this little character with your face on it. Um, I think you do it with a camera. It looks really weird, and it sings like a Vocaloid. So uh, you're like the—that's like the Tomodachi whole producer collection. element. Well, it's not like you're—you're you're not like raising it or anything, but you like give it songs. No, but to I mean, sing. Tomodachi Collection, like the Vocaloid. Oh no! Well, I, do you know vo- vo- like, you know, like Hatsune, Hatsune Miku? Miku or, right. Mm. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess Tomodachi Collection is kind of Vocaloid too. It's but not it's like as a, good. But, yeah. But it's, it's not generating. It's not doing it to your voice. It's just generating it from the, it, a, a a chosen voice machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's exactly like Tomodachi. Well, well Tomodachi Collection and, and Vocaloid, the technology is like it's like, hey, speak and spell versus right. you know like you're saying this sounds better than oh way better yeah than Tomodachi Collection. Yeah, yeah. Okay, um, so internet download of over two thousand songs, more to be added. By comparison, Brand Brothers DX. Wait, is that real, real songs, like actual... Yeah, like okay. yeah. stuff people have made. Okay. Had a limit of 100 songs. Uh, this one can hold up to 3,000. That is uh, November 11, 14th here in Japan, 4,800 yen. Cool. Um, There's a karaoke mode that... Uh, karaoke. Pretty good. Cool. Bravely Default for the sequel, blah, blah. We've talked about that before. Theatrhythm. Final Fantasy Curtain Call. Yep. Over 200 songs, 60 characters, 80 enemies, blah, blah, blah. Square is sitting on a gold mine there, and I don't know why they're not taking advantage of it. Like, they should be making theater rhythm everything. Like, Dragon Quest, like, every basically oh, every point. franchise they have. Don't limit it to Final Fantasy. Speaking of making uh, everything for oh everything, and speaking of Dragon Quest. Oh, oh. Dragon Quest Ten. I don't, I don't understand me, this. Let me find that news. So, so wait. So, there's. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, JJ. Is it two announcements or are the, both the announcements the same one? That I basically, believe they're both the same one. So basically, you can play Dragon Quest Ten over the cloud on your cell phone or a pad yes. device. Right. It's um, got 500 buttons. On so I didn't get. That. I was looking for that for a screen that showed that, and I couldn't find it. Yeah. See if you can find okay. that. Um, why would John, you ever want excited? to do this? No, why? Because you could want... play Dragon Quest X right now. You could check what was going on at your house. That do that you... on Vita or something. Don't do it on a freaking cell phone with like no controller. Are you kidding? That sounds horrible. But you've already got your you've got your cell phone on you at all times, right? 
Cloud gaming company Ubitus got my, got my 3DS collaborating with Square too. Enix to bring Dragon Quest X to mobile devices through their game cloud service. Um, yeah, that's about it. Apparently, that says the bottom of this Polygon article, by the way, John, the Square Enix has been mulling over bringing the game to North America for several months. Oh, yeah? Um, so, users can now share the MMORPG account information between cloud gaming version and the other device version. Both new users and existing users can enjoy the world's first multi-device play across mobile, game console, and PC. Um, Don't care. So, yeah, so with touchscreen controls or an optional joystick controller, JJ, connected by Bluetooth. You know, actually, if I don't care, yeah, that's not a good thing. Because right? I will play you Dragon Quest care. anything. No, who gives a shit? I want to play Cloud Dragon Quest on my phone. Like, are you kidding me? That but sounds why? terrible. But why? Now you, you can play it anywhere. You can hook a Bluetooth controller, your Apple Utopia Bluetooth controller. Or no, what? I'm not. <laughs> why, why would I want to do I'm that? I'm not playing Devil's Advocate. It's the same thing as that. I don't know if you have a story in here somewhere, but this to me sounds like that whole thing that they did with the Wii U update the other day, where you can play... Wii games on your gamepad. Uh, we actually don't have that here. If you use the Wiimote. Like, right. Tell me that somebody on planet Earth requested that feature. I don't believe you. Like, why would anybody want to do that? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. That's horrible. Okay, JJ's just showing me screenshots I saw. Yeah, there's a lot of buttons on the right. Um, what is it, like virtual buttons? Or? But, yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. So, John, we were talking. Uh, I was talking with JJ about nightmare. that, the Wii U update, and how it uh, only <laughs> works in updates with the... Um, with the Wii mode, you have to still use the Wii mode. I think the problem would be there are some games, right? Any games that supported the classic controller that you would be able, you would think you would be able to just map the Wii pad to, right? And you just let people control it with that. You mean you mean you talking about the actual game pad? Yeah. Yeah. Any like why you, you have a controller on the thing? But think about why it. would you not be able to use it? Because a lot of games are only designed to work with Wiimote controls, right? Three D space movement. Whatever. I think what controls. it is. I no, think- but I mean, it's that's that's not that's not why this isn't working though. Because that, why not? Because if that's the case, you would still be able to play any virtual console game using the pad. Like they, whatever they're doing here, there should you should at least be able to at least have that limited Wii, you know. A classic controller, whatever functionality on the gamepad itself. Right, but here's the thing: only certain games, right? Not mm. every game supports the classic controller, right? Some games right. required you to be using the Wii right. right? And, and if required you wanna... you to even be selecting stuff in menus, you had to be pointing it. And right? If you want to wave your Wii at that little screen, you right. got serious issues. Okay, like. Well, that's... but here's the thing. So, uh, the, the, what... actually, that wouldn't even work, would it? Because it doesn't have a sensor. It does. does, it? It does oh, yeah. it does. Okay, it does. Okay. It uses the camera and all that stuff. Okay. Okay. So, but, um, and yeah, you really need that stand if you're going to be doing that. Yeah. That's for sure. You need a little charge stand. But the thing that, in thinking this through, is like, okay, mm-hmm. so Nintendo would have to put out a list, a very long, crazy list of here are the games that you can use the Wii Pad on. Right. Here are the games that you cannot, that you need to use the Wiimote on, with, right? Okay. And then they, they would need to, like, check all those games and do all that. That, that, that to me, doesn't seem very Nintendo-like. Right, that seems very complicated and confusing, and so instead, you you think it's okay that they put out this like totally half-assed feature that no one's going to want to use? No, like, I'm not. I'm not. I'm, well, I'm not saying what's okay or not. Mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm kind of puzzled that they did it. I guess, yeah. Um, as much as anyone, just only because I don't see a lot of people using the stand and playing a game. Well, I think no, I think for the but, reason that I mean, John was saying, like if you just use the classic controller. I mean, there are games out there that don't use the classic... I mean, uh, that don't just use the Wiimote. You can do everything with the classic controller. And those games you could play. Just put it in your lap and 
play away. Yeah, but it's not set up that way, right? Okay, well, even no, for I mean, example, no, no, no. The here, class, using the classic controller, plug it up to your Wiimote, put you know, put in the. It basically controller. makes your makes your like a, a Monster try. Yeah, you could it, do that. It, way. Makes it makes your gamepad a miniature TV. Exactly. Yeah. But exactly. So and some of, people, I guess, have been liking that about the. So yeah, now, I mean, now I you guess. just need a little nook away from your family. <laughs> you just need a little nook and a place to set up your gamepad. Um, I could see holding the Wii Remote like like a, like a you know I don't even know how to explain this, but like like a science you know like if you're in science class or something and holding a flashlight or something on the screen because the screen is so small, it just makes no sense. But Virtual Console, even if you couldn't, even, what your right. point about the games is fine, but right. then just make all Virtual Console games playable with the gamepad, right? Which makes me think that there's some weird tech there that's not letting them do that or something. Like, uh, you know, what the it's weird just tech is, you'd have to be on the remap buttons what? at least, right? not being able to resell all the games. Uh, it could be, but you know, like, that's probably part of it. But I mean, also, it's not easy, that easy, right? There's like, I mean, you could have a default button set up, but it's like, wait, this sucks now. For this game, it works well, but for this game, it sucks. This button setup. But now, okay, do you have an option screen where you're able to remap the buttons? Are we talking about the power glove here? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just saying that was that here's, was how the power glove worked. Well, here's here's one other thing too, though, and I think this is important too. This I don't think your average fan cares about this, but people like us care about this. People like me care about this. The Wii U is not in a good place right now. Right. I am not happy with my Wii U. Most people are not happy with their Wii U. It's mm-hmm. basically flopping hard right now, and I want that to change. I don't want them to be wasting time on shit like this that 10 people care about. They should be spending their time and their resources on stuff that's actually going to make more games and make more games sell for to, the Wii To be fair, I don't even think they announced it before it happened. It doesn't seem like no, they, they were didn't. pouring a lot of resources but into... Like, if it's as simple as turning on a Switch, then at least let me play my virtual console games on it. That would actually make people want to use this feature. Um, Kirby Triple Deluxe coming in 2014. They showed some footage of that. Triple Deluxe. Looked like really good animation. Yeah. Looked like a Kirby game. It's a new Kirby um, game. Looked very much like a pretty standard Kirby Probably game. Probably very easy. Good graphics, but... Um, and then um, the big thing that a lot of people were talking about, um, Zelda A Link Between Worlds. Um, kind of glad I didn't see this. I want to be ready for that. I want to be, like, pure when I play that game. So it's pure. not the big announcement, and I guess they had <coughs> released a screen via the uh, Weverse, Miiverse, yeah, Miiverse. earlier uh, of the shop in the game. Um, Better but than home, Miiverse. Basically... <laughs> Uh, the game is not linear and can be explored in any order, like any dungeon in yeah. any order. You basically, I guess, you rent. It said rent, and you the can screens. rent or buy. You can rent or buy yeah. items from the this item shop. So, like the hammer, or presumably like a hook shot or bow or that sort of thing that right. you need to presumably get into the dungeon, and then you will need in the dungeon. So, yeah, you can basically take them. Basically, it turns it into like a level select, like a Mega Man game almost. Kind of, yeah. What do people think about that? Uh, you know, I, I I would like it to be more natural. Like, I wish we could go to any dungeon at any time and, you know, not not, not like... Not be go- tied to the item, yeah, necessarily. Yeah, uh-huh. Like, I wish it wasn't so tied to the item, you know? It's yeah, been I think, cut and dry I think this the way. ultimate yeah. Zelda design, which they still haven't really gone back <laughs> to, is the first one where, like, you can take your chances and try to do some of the hard levels. You might right. get stuck halfway through and have to go back, or, you know, you might find a way around, like... That's to me the way Zelda should be made. I think modern gamers don't have the patience for that, right? Can you imagine getting like a long way into a dungeon now and being like, "Oh shit, I don't have." You the say banner. that, but then people, everybody loves Dark Souls, so it's like you know, I don't know. Do they really not have the patience? I think that's if just what, like, it well, that's like, what marketing people tell us or want us to believe. Mm, but well, uh, if you make a compelling game, people will play it. Hmm. Yeah. Make if you make game. it, they will come. Yes. Um, but. Um, 
Yeah, they showed off uh, a bit more of that. That game is looking good. I can't wait for that game, man. That's like my number one most wanted game this year. Mm. Ravio is the name of the... Um, some people thought it was Nabbit from yeah. New Super Mario Bros. They, men- they mentioned that on the Wii U. Yeah, stream. they did. They, they, they debunked that because they do really look alike, which Nabbit is like the best name in the world. That is some serious treehouse naming. That yeah. is awesome. Um, I Seriously, I love that name. Yeah, that is like the name. perfect... Name. If we had come up with that name, I would mention it like every <laughs> time. That is some real for that character. Look it up if you if you don't know who Torito we're talking it. about. But N A B B I I T. Yeah. Um, Mario and Luigi Wii Remote Pluses coming November first. Really? They look cool. The red and green Wii Motes. Yes. No prices announced yet. Um, the Luigi one. I want it. Is that just Japan? That was not talked about in the. Um, oh, oh. No, available for purchase November first in North America. I guess I missed that part in the U.S. one. Uh, Pikmin DLC, we talked about that. Link Between Worlds. I do think the interesting thing about the Link Between Worlds announcement about this nonlinearity was that Aonuma, the the director of that series, had previously mentioned, like, yeah, we're rethinking, you know, the linear fashion of Zelda games. Right. And everyone was like, oh, Skyrim! It's going to be Skyrim! Like, including yeah. us, I think. We're like, yes, this is awesome! And it's right. like, actually, no. Sorry. Like, um... He is going to be, Onuma is going to be at Comic-Con as well. New York Comic-Con. Okay. Um, I think this weekend, no, next weekend, around the 10th or 11th, I forget. I feel like there's a Comic-Con every week. Um. I think something we're (laughs) working on may uh, surface there. Mm. May not do, though, so don't get your hopes up, but... Yeah, that would be interesting. Uh, new Kirby game we talked about. Um, you can move between the foreground and the background. That's kind of the thing. You can inhale oh. everything, clear the screen in certain <coughs> parts of the game. Uh, Street Pass relay feature now. You can share six visitors at a time for all you people who do not live in Japan. How was it before? Uh, I think it was yeah. one at a time, right? Oh, wait. Um, you could only pick up the data one for the last six visitors of the hotspot, increasing the oh. number with a single visit. Blah blah blah. Hmm. Hmm. So, being a new 3DS owner, am I right that you, there's a limit of 10 people that you can collect at a single time? It depends on the game and the thing. I'm talking about, like, whatever the, the street system thing guy, is 20. Yeah. Yeah. It's basically 10, and then the next 10 sort of, like, wait in line behind those 10. Uh-huh. Um, but, yeah, essentially, you want to clear it out every 10 people. Oh, man. Which used to, be, used to be, like, a five-minute thing. Now, depending on how many of the extra Street Pass games you own, it could be, like, a 20-minute thing. This is definitely, like, a Japan-exclusive, like, problem where, like, only having only having 10 is a problem. Right, like, right, yeah, right. People yeah. listening to this podcast are like, what are these guys I am Yeah, talking I get about. 10 just, like, walking outside my door. Regular, right. regular <laughs> Street Pass. We're at the point now in the 3DS's life that regular... People who, like, regularly Street Pass and have been since the beginning have already maxed out their plaza. You can have 3,000 people in your plaza. Right. No more. Um. You can you can of course have more street passes. You keep street passing. I don't know what happens, but like I have seen tons of people now with three thousand people yeah. in their plaza because it's just like it's so easy to street pass here. You street pass everywhere easily. Production of the Nintendo Wii console will soon end, according to a post on Nintendo oh. Japan's website. Um, that uh, system, which launched worldwide in two thousand six, and then of course you have the uh, Wii Mini that's coming out that has come out in Canada late that last year. That never came out here, huh? In Europe Japan. and the UK no. never here. Um, not, never, never in the US either console successor Wii U launched in November thanks Polygon.com for that um, yeah well, always the end of an era it always gets a news story when, yeah. when something like this happens but um, bad buddy what a weird system trend on that yeah. console that's like, always going to be like a weird footnote in video game history not even like, a, it's not a footnote I mean um, that's a chapter right but I mean it's a I, the things about the Wii that boggle my mind will never cease. I mean, the, the, <laughs> right. the, the, there's so many, and not even the 
motion control thing, which is definitely something, but coming out with hardware that is way cheaper, but clearly technically you know, deficient. Well, d- technically, deficient is a good word to put it. I kind of <laughs> like that. I mean, it is inferior, no, I mean, but it's technically, technically <laughs> underpowered compared to the competition. Mm. Technically, clearly, yeah, like not cutting edge. Yeah. Also, without any like very much third party support, and yet become the most popular system, and then go from like the talk of the world, yeah, to basically the butt of the joke of the video game industry, right? I mean, you mean in the Wii U, or are you still talking about the Wii? Just about the life of the Wii. Um, maybe we should have a, a whole Wii retrospective once the last one rolls off the assembly line or something. But like, what a weird, interesting, crazy episode. system that broke all the rules in like six different ways. I mean, yeah. you can't even count the number of of ways. You know, they don't even conventional seem to fully wisdom understand is it. Japan is over. Well, it broke that. Conventional wisdom is you have to be the most powerful system. Well, they broke that. Like conventional wisdom is you absolutely have to have third party support to be popular well right. they broke that like there's just so many things to that system that are just this weird anomaly mm. that exists on its own and pro- maybe will be never reproduced in a bunch all of because ways, of Wii sports online not a major factor right like it's all of these things like yeah the, the power of a few franchises um can't sell video games to old people um our new panel by the way is 2 45 p.m friday october 11th and um that is new york comic-con it'd be cool if they were streaming that i'm not sure if they're going to be or not um nintendo's actually gonna have a bunch of games there including our friends at uh yacht club games shovel knight nice that bottom part on that yeah they're having um like a competition with a bunch of old virtual console games. Oh, I saw that. Oh, well, yeah. So additionally, Nintendo will host competitive tournaments in classic virtual console games. That's in room 1E02. Cool. That's um, nice. It'd be cool if they streamed that, too. Yeah, like, they say what games? Didn't you do or? a Game Center CX-style um, thing? No, they didn't. Oh. Uh, not in this story, at least, which is too bad. Uh, also, too bad, there were some layoffs at Sega of America. Um, oh, no. Yeah, pouring out for our friends there. Um, our actual friends, are they okay? Like, people we know? There? I think so, yeah. Okay. Um, number of employees affected was small. It says here, unspecified number of employees, but ever-changing environment, restructuring, they kind of reinforced that they're sticking behind their core franchises um and mobile and that kind of stuff so um yeah sega sammy again a purchase uh, agreed to purchase atlas parent company last month what does that mean for atlas usa by the way are they owned by sega now or are they separate are they a a dang good question um so there's sega news sonic lost world amazon pre-orders come with 25 extra lives that's kind of a weird thing <laughs> yay um is the game gonna be that hard i mean i well, once I you it. lose your lives you get a game over then you have to just buy the game again i think yeah that's it what no, <laughs> no. um cg animated sonic <laughs> series coming to 20 to cartoon network dan is super excited about this um, as somebody People, who draws I used to watch the cartoon like in the 90s, I think. Yeah. And that was. With that Urkel. He's like, I'm waiting. He had that, <laughs> that awesome, annoying voice. What a sassy I'm proud guy. That I've never, ever seen a Sonic there, cartoon. I was looking in the gaff thread for that, and yeah. like, there was one post that was like, Why is Sonic wearing clothes? <laughs> <laughs> 
That was a really good one. It's yeah. like it's like those. What was the one game where Sonic was like kissing a real woman? Or oh, whatever. Sonic oh, 2006. I still remember that. <laughs> I still Dude. remember seeing that at the pre-TGS thing. We were here. We came early to the Sega thing that we always used to go early to, and seeing that, I was just like, "What is going on? <laughs> yeah, like Dude. what in the hell is happening anymore?" Um, anyway, I, like half Sonic has its fans, like but yeah, they're and they're crazy. So maybe we shouldn't piss them off anymore than we have already. <laughs> yeah. Um, China, China creates China. Shanghai-based. Not, not Dan. Sorry. Did you say? China? Did you sneak this? That's why you put this in here. Um, that's Dan is just obsessed. He's China crazy. He keeps googling China and is spelling it wrong. Um, so China creates Shanghai-based free trade zone, uh, ending con- game console ban. So those like crappy N sixty four yeah um, the IQ systems and whatever there will right. be other yeah. things um, in October first. So manufacturers will need to adapt their business models to suit Chinese gamers. <laughs> Many are accustomed to free to play games, uh, explained an analyst with Beijing Is research firm. According to Polygon, I think it was I, the IQ. Yeah. I, I always IQ-U-E. pronounce it IK myself, but then I guess it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah. They pronounce they're it not, Spanish. They're not Spanish. <laughs> they're mixing I-K. up a lot of different. <laughs> yeah. Then I guess it would be EK, right? Yeah. EK? Porque? Um, what else? Tom Clancy, rest in peace. Yeah. Um, Still didn't uh, find out why, why did he die? How did he die? Does passed at know? 66. Um, died in a hospital in Baltimore. I missed that, but that's yeah. sad. I don't know if they said why, but yeah, poor one out for him. Some great games went out with his name on it, whether or not he was very involved with them. I heard he was a gamer, at least. Really? Yeah. I don't know about that. Um, Probably about a week. But The Division, which a lot of people are excited about, still has his name. It'll be interested to see um, if that kind of continues after that. But um, I didn't realize oh, that was Tom Clancy. Continue to create great games. Continue to create games and properties within the Tom Clancy brand universe. This is really poor taste, but I wonder if his grave is going to have like Tom don't. Clancy's. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> All right, JJ, you had to do it. Um, Destiny's public events require no lobbies. Another Polygon.com Yay. story. Um, this is cool. There's new. There's a couple I hadn't seen, actually, because we were so busy. <laughs> oh, yeah, I haven't seen it either. There was so. a Destiny vid doc from late August, which I finally saw, which is cool. Friend mm. of the show, Luke Smith. Um, everybody tweet to at Luke was right, telling him how awesome he was appearing in his first, I think, first Destiny uh, really? video appearance. Really? Yeah. Oh, I need to watch this. Yeah, man. He's, he's big cigars and motor cars over there. Is he playing Puzzle and Dragons days. in the video? Uh, no, actually. Oh. They got him in a wow. rare moment. Um, maybe it's off camera he's playing it. Right. Um, but um, that was cool. And then there's also like a new moon uh, teaser uh, kind of trailer. That's no moon. For the game. <laughs> it is, I think, though, actually, <laughs> the moon this time. Um, you can, I think if you pre-order, you get a beta. Super excited for that. Um yeah yeah and you can team up with other people and the public events don't require lobbies uh and sadder online news apparently gta 5 our only gta 5 coverage yeah on the show Ever. so far at least anyway they which have is shameful G- they have gta 5 billboards in japan yeah all over the place it comes out here that's weird the next giant week, ones next yeah. week so gta online you know they, they had that with the last ones though they I mean, did even red dead yeah red dead they rockstar did, yeah. does a pretty oh. good job of, of uh hmm. getting the word out so gta online went live but apparently they're having all these server issues we're not going to talk about Surprise. that because no. we don't we can't. <laughs> so the one story we have we're not even gonna we can't, they got, we they can't got a, talk about it in an educated yeah. way so they got shouldn't. a 40 out of 40 in feminine yeah um yeah yeah what else got a 40 out of 40 recently the awful jojo game that uh, I, yeah that's right um yakuza studio team has no plans to localize yakuza 5 apparently they're too busy getting the next game out in time well for... i don't think the yakuza studio would be localizing it 
what do you know they would have to be working on the foreign version right they have to do the, the have to do the programming, programming and stuff oh, yeah, yeah. So. that's what that's the reason they say Give but it to they're Sumo weighing their right. options you know they could localize it or they could spend you know 500 more hours in the tanning salon so yeah, yeah. The, the, apparently all the botox the team is a fixed size jj and they have to choose between forging ahead with the next game or localizing the one that just came out said mr Nagoshi. the games aren't successful in the states let's just get that, that too, out there yeah seriously yeah. maybe they should make like a like a yakuza usa like specifically targeted for mafia. the mafia just called mafia they had a like godfather game i think yakuza yeah. usa that'd be the, that'd be the greatest <laughs> yes. title for it too right? that would be in like oh god just get like an american ninja 3 right that cover exactly <laughs> use the exact same cover yeah font too. sony chibas in there yakuza somewhere usa Get the beach boys to do the song um sony reconsidering ps4 vita bundle um after apparently after positive consumer feedback i think this makes sense i think they were just thinking that i do too it's gonna be kind of a controller for the system yeah. right so why not bundle it make the super pack party pack warehouses of them to sell lord knows uh sony releasing knack app as part of new mobile approach jj i know you're excited and john you too as the killer, I'm gonna play killer app for your ps4 if they release a knack cosplay outfit i'll buy that and i think just to revisit this this discussion you guys should give dead rising a chance who knows it could be good I don't want to play Dead Rising. Why not? Because, I don't know. I just don't want to play Dead Rising. Dead Rising 1 was enough. Did you play Dead Rising 1? Yeah, I didn't finish it, but I played a bunch really? of it. Yeah, yeah, that I game, really liked that, it. Uh, that game actually made me physically Didn't Ill. like Dead Rising 2 that much. Dead Rising 3 looks like they injected it with like a dose of Call of Duty, which is the last thing I wanted at Dead really? Rising. It looks like the Call of Duty? It just it? doesn't look funny or interesting anymore. It looks like really like serious and, like I don't, I don't know, Give it a chance. some of the funny mind. stuff, but still. Keep I, an open mind. I'm keeping an open mind. I want to like it. It's not even made in Japan. Uh, Twitch TV's gotten a ton of money. Xbox One patch gonna take fifteen to twenty minutes. That surprises nobody. I I, be, I would be surprised if on day one it actually only takes fifteen or twenty minutes because everyone's gonna yeah. be downloading it. Infinite power of the cloud. The one thing is that's required for the system to function both online and offline, which is a special little kiss. Oh, yeah. It's like oh, oh okay. you want to play online? You just have to get uh, offline. You just have to get online once to be able to right. play offline. So if you don't have internet, I mean, maybe you're like one of five people in the world who doesn't yeah. have internet and would still want to buy an Xbox One. Cabin. But you can't play. Apparently not. Idea Factory creating new RPG with this guy, a four director for the PlayStation Vita. Some fans of this. Um, yeah, I like this guy. Show are probably excited about it. Idea I Factory. Have. Yeah, I had to Google to even you know see what they'd been up to lately, and I didn't recognize any of the games. Yeah. Um, establish a California-based branch, which is kind of crazy. Idea Factory isn't exactly one of the. Hyperdimension, highly ne- regarded Neptunia Victory, of course. Yeah. Is that the one where KG Nafune is a boss, or is that a different game? That is a game. Yeah. Yep. So, and uh, finally, um, there's this uh, great story which I hadn't seen um, oh, yeah. on Wired.com so by uh, Hank Rogers, the um, former president, I want to say, of uh, Bulletproof Software founder. Yeah. Um, and director He's of running the, the Tetris, managing company. director of the Tetris company. Yeah, still so. Um, if you don't know who he is, check him out. But there's a lot of stuff. He's, he seemed like yeah. a cool guy. Has a really neat story about when he first met Yamauchi, um, who of course passed um, just before our last podcast two right. weeks ago. Um, the former Nintendo president and the guy who kind of made Nintendo what we know it to be today. Um, just so a bunch of really interesting tidbits about Yamauchi, how he made decisions, when he made decisions, how they were final, both good and kind of bad. It's an interesting story here about how far 
the links got to be shown to Nintendo, and apparently Sega was interested in buying it at one point as well. Um, but he said flat out no on the basis of cost and battery life, even though yeah. Hank Rogers, very forward thinking, was thinking you could reuse a rechargeable battery and um, consolidate the chips and make it cheaper. Could have been something, especially the member of the redesigned links was actually a pretty sexy little yeah, it was not bad piece of hardware. Um, could have been a different story, but instead it could have I mean could have made up for that shitty could have been a different story, mistake. but instead it went on to be like the most successful handheld yeah, in the history exactly. of the no, world. It wasn't yeah. one or the, it wasn't one or the other, right? It was well, it was I suppose. So I mean, the Game Boy was already out at that point. It was just it could have been a, a hell of a lot faster move. It could be playing even color. better. There's an amazing photo in there now. too because there's very few photos of Yamauchi besides like the stock press photos. But Hank had one of his own photos of him and Yamauchi in that story. Pretty cool. They played yeah. Go together, and there's an interesting story about PlayStation and stuff like that. So definitely check that story out on Wired. I, like Give it was, it hits. was crazy. Like you know, he talked about how he had like servants do things for him, like grab things, and like he wouldn't. No, he had he wouldn't anything. play games himself. Yeah, so he had he was he had, testing like, the Go game that. Hank Rogers had made, and he yeah. had one of his people right. play oh, the it for video. Him. Yeah. Right, he's, right. he's like he's like a fucking royal Japanese royal, like doing <laughs> shit like that. I would not. Well, touch I think the he's. Katoda. I think he was smart the though, actually, Katoda. because he would not. You know, he recognized that there are probably mm-hmm. other people who are more qualified to determine if a game is fun. That's why he trusted Miyamoto with a lot of that stuff. Was like, but he, he was still making it the calls. It sounded like yeah. he was just not the one touching. It control. sounded like right, he just right. was a germaphobe who didn't want to touch. It. No, it no, was not no. a germaphobe thing. Yeah. But I, I've he, heard other stories about him from people who knew him well, and my my the impression. I got from those stories is that basically he put his trust in very few people but the people that he did trust he trusted a lot and he would let them you know advise him on those kind of things so it would be a weird situation to be the president of a video game company and not be able to like trust your own gut in terms of what worked and what didn't but but anyway whatever he did it absolutely worked and so um, yeah, we, we talked about doing some kind of longer tribute episode. Maybe next time when Kevin Gifford, yeah. friend of the show, yeah. is in town, he can uh, dig up some old um, old news stories that are kind of unreported in the Western media about about Yamuchi. I'm sure books will be written, um, and it probably oh, yeah. already have been. Sometime um, when he's not uh, documenting the death of the Japanese gaming industry for us. <laughs> Who, Kevin? Yeah. Um, is he doing that? Yeah, he kind of is. <laughs> you mean in his uh, Famitsu reports? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, on that uh, lovely note, um, <laughs> uh, where can people find us? Let's wrap this sucker up. Where are we? You can find us on the internet at 8-4.jp. Wow. I, I <laughs> when like, we're awake. I know. I, I was doing that so John would do it. Like he, I did it last time. You're was, anyways, you can find us on the internet at 8-4.jp, our second home on the internet, giantbomb.com. We have a thread on NeoGAF. Uh, you can... Give us five stars on iTunes. Uh, what am I forgetting? Twitter. Twitters. Yes, I am SP. Oh, actually, sorry. Before that, we have a Twitter at eight four play at eight four play. Yep, number um, eight, number four, P L A Y. No spaces, obviously. Did we call out for interns? Oh yes, very oh. important. I even have very this big thing. Yes, you've been playing it. with the entire. <laughs> yeah, show I know. We, we need interns. That's People right. who can come and work with us for for free. Dan, tell them what it's like. Tell them how Did exciting this rock and roll lifestyle yeah. is. I'd really rather not on record, if that's okay. What the hell does that mean? Yeah, What's no. that supposed to mean? No, Dan it's great. The it's too exciting to share. Right? Yeah, exactly. Change, change today's right. I'm under an NDA. Dan is not getting the hot coals. He's getting the whip, <laughs> the whip tomorrow. John, uh, Dan just doesn't want to share the... 
That's right. Oh, that's what it's about. Yeah. You want all it's this amazing love for yourself. Exactly. Oh, yes. What a glory hog. And I think the whip is better than the body slam. <laughs> well, you get that's the body slam at your other job. That. So. Yeah. That's, that's but uh, just a couple things about the internship. You you know you come here, you get experience, which is great. We can't unfortunately pay you, but. Uh, there's gonna be ton- like I said. Uh, uh, we don't pay you in money. We pay money. you in love. Love yeah. and we get free water, all the tissues. water you can drink, mm-hmm. all the um, tissues yes. you can use within reason. Yes, <laughs> we might have to cut people off. Um, but all, all we all we ask is that you're living in the Tokyo region. Um, so, sorry, yes. people yeah. who live overseas, just you know. Well, you know, we have had interns who flew across the world Actually, to be yeah. local, so they could intern, but we yes. don't but encourage that. No, right. yeah, that, we that will, can't. If you're here yeah. for school or a yeah. job or something already. Um, I, we think we can give you kind of a neat peek yes. into uh, corners of the industry if you're interested in working in it um, in exchange for right. backbreaking manual labor, lifting dirt, and um, <laughs> buying coffee, yes. hanging buying pictures, coffee, hanging oh. pictures is horrible. shredding right? paper, no, yeah. scanning business cards. But anyway, yeah, um, jokes aside, I mean, yeah. there are like some amazing people who happen to walk through our office now and then. You don't know, you could right. be interning one day and Iga might walk by, or, or you know, KG Suzuki Inafune. might walk by, or KG Inafune might come by, or whatever. So you get some cool opportunities. Yeah, it's not like it's, it's not yeah. all. Hell. So where should people send their uh, resumes yeah, it, uh, and emails? It, info at 8-4.jp. Cool. And subject? Subject intern. And uh, okay. if you could, include a resume. Yes. Yes. Definitely. And a little and, bit about yourself. And sell us on right. yourself. And make us availability schedule. Uh, yeah, availability and schedule. And, you know, whether or not it's not a necessary requirement. Uh, I just said the same thing twice. <laughs> um, but if you can speak Japanese or if you have any sort of programming experience, that would be great. That'd right. Be great. Or English if you're Japanese. Yes, if you're like a, a really yes. good writer, that's also something we're kind of interested in. Always a plus. Yeah. Um, but not like a, a deal breaker or anything like that. So. That's true. Yeah, we've had some, we've had a lot of cool interns um come through and and some of them have gone on to have jobs in the industry as well uh, mm-hmm. actually several of them have so yeah very true so um that's it yeah so please um let us know if you are interested otherwise you can let us know what you thought about this podcast at any of the outlets jj mentioned or on twitter right i am uh, individually sprsk uh mark MacD. heroco84 i'm john tv and i'm pooter mcgee and uh, that'll do it. So um, until next time, when uh, hopefully we'll have played some games, Dark Souls podcast might be coming up, or maybe we'll wait till a little closer to Dark Souls 2. Um, but we do have a few other promised podcasts, um, <laughs> things that we might the hopefully list is get around with. Yeah, now that we're not quite so busy, but um, uh, thank you guys. Thank you again for everyone that helped contribute to the Mighty Number no. 9 campaign. Yeah, thank you so much. Or yes. had nice words. So many people mm-hmm. came out to say uh, congratulations. Yeah. And, um, and, and we've, we've definitely seen that 8 for a bump. That's right, yeah. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people adding guys. that too. So we might do something uh, with those guys once we have a chance to kind of go through the data. But yep. um, other than that, I think that's about it. So uh, until two weeks from now... Who's going to take us out? You think that you're better? You think you can tell me what to do? Well, you better get ready to bow down to the masters. <laughs> That's the Degeneration X theme yes. song. Come on, guys. <laughs> Thank you. You know, China. Oh, <laughs> now it's okay. Thank you. Got it. Break it down. Generate into something more We just got tired of doing what you're 
tell me what to do You know who you're talking to Big man, <laughs> I treat you like you're a little man. My husband is having an affair with your wife. I don't think we should talk about it. Does your pet kill them? Oh, man. Oh, God. Oh, man. Oh, God. Oh, man. Oh, God. Oh, man.